Dana J. Nykow Stadium on a gorgeous Saturday. We are awaiting the coin toss between top-ranked 10 and 0 South Dakota State and 4 and 6 Missouri State. The Jackrabbits are wearing white helmets this afternoon, blue tops with a white numerals and letters outlined in yellow and white pants. Missouri State will wear black chrome-topped helmets, white tops with the maroon numbers and letters, and then black pants. Marcel Kerr will lead our officiating crew today. He's the referee, or the white hat, as he is so often referred to as. The captains are shaking hands, and the coin toss is about to be conducted. And then the teams have gathered on their respective numbers. They'll go out and have the traditional Missouri Valley Football Conference shake of hands for good luck after the coin toss has been conducted. Marcel Kerr explaining everything to the four captains for either side. He hasn't turned his mic on yet, but I can assure you he is telling everybody what's going on. He actually conducts the coin toss right now. It appears Missouri State has won the toss. And when he turns his mic on, we'll be able to find out for sure what their decision was and what he's doing in talking with Isaiah Davis. In the first half, Missouri State will receive the football in the north end zone. Okay, so we assume Missouri State won the toss. That's kind of an important thing the uh, white hat left out, but, you know, details aren't important to a referee. Whether a kickoff is presented by DeKalb, wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with DeKalb brand corn. And, folks, Alex Parker is with us on the sidelines. He doesn't get nervous very often, but he's been itching for this opportunity to fill in for Scotty Quaz in the role as chief meteorologist of the Jackrabbit Sports Network. Are you ready for this, big guy? Certainly cannot fill the shoes of Scotty Quaz, but I'll do my best to give you details, unlike the referees from earlier, Tyler. <laughs> Thank um, you. You cannot ask for a better day down here. It is 60 degrees, not a, not a cloud in the sky. You have a light breeze going south to north towards the uh, Jackrabbit Athletics Complex. Uh, but you cannot ask for a better day in November, Tyler. And I think we're going to get this for the entire football game. Oh, would be lovely. And again, the number of tickets out at the student section filled out. It's not a full student section, but there are a very healthy number of them on the south side. I mean, Mason, certainly you'd love to see this place sold out to capacity, but we remember some of the dog days of November from not that long ago. This is a terrific turnout on a beautiful day in late November. Terrific, terrific turnout. I mean, I, I remember playing in games that uh, were seven, 8,000. Uh, obviously, it was generally much colder in South Dakota in November at this point in time, but a great turnout by the Jackrabbit Nation again. They are starting to feel the impact they're making on these games, Tyler, and it's really cool to show up for these special group of seniors to represent them today and, again, make history potentially in going undefeated in Missouri Valley play. Quick note before we get started, when our broadcast is wrapping up, we're going to stay with you a little bit longer, give you an in-depth look at where the playoff seedings may align and what's in store. Alex, Brent, Mason, and I will have that at the end of our post-game coverage, so stay tuned for all of that. The selection show airs on ESPNU at 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m., excuse me, 11.30 a.m. tomorrow. South Dakota State will kick things off. Hunter Dustman will put the football on the tee on the right side of the field as we look at it at the 35-yard line. Jaden Becks, who is averaging 18.6 yards per return, and Devontae Key at 17.2 a return are standing back in the glorious sunshine. I mean, what a day we conjured up. Parker's got to work the sidelines more often. 
Dustman approaches the football and swings his right leg through it. And this kickoff will go out the back of the end zone for a touchback. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. This is a Missouri State offense that can throw it as well as anybody in the nation. 304 passing yards a game behind the quarterback, Jordan Pichot. Raylan Sharp is third in the country in receiving yards, fifth in receptions. Tariq Owens, Terrell Sun, Hunter Wood, Devontae Key, all key contributors, but they are missing their top running back in Jacardier Wright, who went out with a wrist injury late last week. Selden Manning will fill in his stead. Jaden Becks lines up as a running back, splits out wide left on first and 10, toss left side, catches made over the middle. It's Devontae Key on the reception, and a pair of Jackrabbits, Adam Bach, along with Quinton Hicks, bring him down at the 30 after a five-yard pickup on first down. And quickly, the Bears go again, an open set there, Tyler, really trying to emphasize that their strength is passing the ball here. Second down, five to go Bears from their own 30. Two wides, both right. Jaden Becks, the deep back. Behind the quarterback, Pichot, handoff to Becks running left, and Jason Freeman torpedoed in, wrapped him up around the ankles, and brought him down for a one-yard loss. He is the second leading tackler on this team with 46. That's now five tackles behind the line of scrimmage. It's third and six. And Jason Freeman right there is only just supposed to set the edge. He is such a special player, not only is setting the edge, but slicing through for a tackle for a loss, putting the Bears in third and a little bit long here. Terrific atmosphere here on senior day. It's third and six for the Bears from their own 29. Five wides for Pichot. Jacks only rush four, early whistles, and I believe the Jacks called a timeout. Timeout, South Dakota State. That is their first charge timeout of the first half. This will be a 13 second timeout. Marcel Kerr, the best enunciator of any official in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Mason, you need to call a timeout before the third snap of the game. Yeah, the Bears again came up with a, another open set again, Tyler, and obviously Coach Rogers or Coach Bobby coming down from the box didn't want them to get that big play like we talked about. The Bears starting early of sacrificing a timeout now to make sure that we got everybody in line and preventing that big play to happen. Bears on third downs this year, 44%. That's top 25 nationally. Jacks have given up 35%, which is third in the Valley. Jacks now with three down linemen. DePriest is the middleman with Hicks and Tervere on either side. Jordan Pichot, P-A-C-H-O-T, 6'2", Junior, Highland, California. The quarterback has two wides left and three to the right. Takes a letter high shotgun snap, one step drop. Down the middle, catch made, Raylan Sharp, and the ball came free. Now they're waving it off, incomplete pass. It was in the hands of Sharp, and stripping it free was Tucker Large, the safety, and a late whistle and a signal of incomplete, and the Bears go three and out. What a great play on the ball. Coach Rogers talked about in pregame of attacking the ball when it's in the air. That's exactly what Tucker Large did. Great three and out stop by the, the Jackrabbit defense here. Grant Burkett, a two-time All-American, gets away a dandy of a punt, high and spiraling. Tucker Large backpedals to his own 16. Started right, cut back left, and then tripped on his own out around the 22-yard line. So Tucker Large with a return of six after a 53-yard punt and a dandy by Burkett. 
Alex, what energy in the early going down on that sideline? Well, you see a lot of, I mean, it's as empty as you kind of talked about it earlier. There's still a buzz about it. The, the, the crowd's sticking in it. And I think you got to give credit back to the uh, student section. Again, they are just loud. They're standing. They're ready to go. And they've been there all season. They've continued to do it today. South Dakota State, first and 10 from its own 22. Mark Gronowski with Isaiah Davis behind him. Jaden Yonke wide left, Jackson to the right, double tights left. Turn and hand to Davis, running left to the 25, cuts right, breaking through a tackle out across the 30 to the 32-yard line. 10 yards and a first Dakota first down for Isaiah Davis on the Jackrabbits opening snap. A unique look by the Jackrabbit offense, slicing Zach Hines again as a wide up back across the formation. You saw the linebacker trying to follow him, creating a back hole on the weak side of that offensive line. Great performance there. So Missouri State goes three and out. Jacks a first down on their opening snap. 13-07 opening quarter, no score. South Dakota State hosting Missouri State. Davis to the left of Gronowski, two tights left, two wides right. Gronowski a one-step, a pump fake looking. He'll throw it deep to the far sideline, and he hits Jaden Yonke in stride. He is tossed out of bounds at the 46-yard line of Missouri State. That's a gain of 22 yards and a first Dakota first down. Perfect throw by the 6-5 Hogs. Mark Gronowski comfortable in the pocket. Delivered an absolute strike down the sideline there for a great pickup. First Dakota National Bank has been serving the people of South Dakota with dependable banking solutions for 150 years. First Dakota, it's where the locals go. 12-30 opening quarter. Jack's on the move at the Bears 46, first and 10. High snap, Gronowski one-hands it, gives to Davis up the middle, who gets spun down by Jared Lloyd. They call him Bird, the middle linebacker, after a four-yard gain to set up a second down at six. The 605 Hogs again, just moving the line of scrimmage error. It looked like right away it could have been, oh, maybe a one-yard game, but they push it to four yards again. Credit to the 605 Hogs moving the line of scrimmage, developing that, again, dominating on first down. Three minutes gone. Bears went three and out. Jacks have already picked up a pair of first downs. Gronowski out of the gun with three wides, two left and one right. Motioning right to left, Griffin Wilde, and with that, early movement on both sides of the football. And we'll wait for Marcel Kerr to tell us who indeed this infraction is on. The Jacks left side of the line jumped early. They are blaming Dylan Simmons, the blitzing cornerback. Simmons, of course, is saying he was drawn off, and we have three individuals debating it as far as the officiating crew is concerned. And now Simmons and Isaiah Davis are shaking hands and chatting about things as Marcel Kerr will tell us who this flag is on. Offside, defense, number 19, five-drop penalty, still second down. I actually called that on Sterling Smithson, the defensive tackle. So we saw the movement on the exterior, but it's you guys on the interior that cause all the problems. Yeah, and, and Alex, you can attest to that. That takes such patience by an offensive lineman when you have quick stunting like that right when the ball is going to be snapped. Good job by Mason McCormick and Garrett Greenfield hanging patient and drawing them offsides. So second down and a yard at the 37 of the Bears. Motioning right to left, Griffin Wildey. Gronowski takes the snap, fakes to Davis, pump fakes the out. Now he goes deep down the left sideline, wide open, Jackson Yonke makes the catch, stiff arms the man, dives for the pylon, and he stepped out of bounds at the two. 35 yards, goal to go for Jackson Yonke. Terrific reception, and what a throw by Gronowski. Perfect throw again. <laughs> Faked off that deep high safety. They ran a two-man combo route there. One going back to a post and then dragging 
him back across the corner. Another dime by Mark Kronowski right at the goal, and I thought he was in there, Tyler. That was close. And you can see the aggressiveness that Luhan's calling these plays with, right? He's kind of doing those double moves, those pump fakes with Kronowski. You can see he's kind of putting that foot down on the gas right now to make a statement in this first drive. First and goal from the two of the Bears. The Yankees are wide, one either side. Gronowski will throw it to the left sideline, incomplete for Jackson Yankee, who was heavily covered by Avery Powell, the cornerback. It'll be second and goal. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. SDSU is in the Case IH red zone. And part of that might be Zach Luan. You, some people are like, well, just run the ball right there. But they had Quentin Christensen in there as, again, that sixth offensive lineman, Tyler, of making it for going into the playoffs. Coaches have to now scout that instead of, we're going to always run the ball. So it's, it's, a, it's a chestnut checkers game here. Jacks lined up with five wides. Now they shift. Davis behind Gronowski, one wide either side on second and goal. It's a fake to Davis. Gronowski keeps, and there's nobody on the left side as he trots into the checkerboard. Touchdown, Jackrabbits. One must honor thy fake, and when one honors thy fake, no one is out there to defend Mark Gronowski. That, I think, might be maybe the first or second time Mark has taken that on what's supposed to actually be a read option, Tyler. Man, what executed to perfection. Low snap by Caden Olivier. Great job by John Bell to place it, and the Hunter Dustman PAT is up, and it is good. The touchdown. A two-yard run by Mark Gronowski, powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. It was a 22-yard pass to Jaden Yonke, a 35-yarder to Jackson Yonke that set it all up. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary, six plays, 78 yards in two minutes and 52 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 10.46 opening quarter, top-ranked SDSU, a 7-0 lead on Missouri State, and this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 10.46 to go in the opening quarter from Dana J. Dykow Stadium. South Dakota State forces a three and out on defense, scores in six plays to take the 7-0 lead over Missouri State. Today's senior, senior Day matchup is presented by First Premier Bank Card and Premier Bank Card. For all of your financial needs, choose a company that's locally grown and nationally owned. Premier investing in you. And at Hogemeyer, local means something greater. Raise local, raise right here in Jackrabbit Nation. Learn more at therightseat.com. Silky smooth. 10.46 in the opening quarter. SDSU forced the three and out. Goes right down the field. Puts it in the end zone as the Jacks a 7-0 lead. And now Hunter Dustman will kick from right to left as you see things. Jaden Bex, Devontae Key are the two deep men. Dustman swings his right leg through and high at end over end. It is returnable. At the goal line, it's Bex running right to the 10. Tried to cut right, then he got popped. And you heard the pads, the big hit supplied by Matthew Durant. He's really playing well the last couple of weeks, Mason, both on defense and in special teams. Wow, that was, it was supposed to be a stock block by Missouri State Bears there, and he ran through it and then ran through the returner. That was an impressive play on special teams. 17 yards on the kick return. And so Missouri State will begin its second drive of the day at its own 17. The Bears will not make the postseason. They'd love just to build some momentum with an upset win here on the road. 
South Dakota State would virtually lock up the number one seed with a win here today. We have to say virtually because it's not official. It won't be until 11.30 tomorrow morning. But an undefeated Jackrabbit team, the only unbeaten team in the FCS, it would be, would have to be the one. Pichot with Jaden Bex, the freshman out of Waxahachie, Texas, to his left. Fake of the handoff, Pichot rolls left, stops, throws down the left seam, and Sharp made the hit and hung on despite a brutal shot from the right shoulder of Dyshawn Gales. Out to the 35-yard line, that's 18 yards to Sharp, and how did he hang on? What an impressive catch after that hit. That's why he's ranked the number three wide receiver from Pro Football Focus, what a catch. Bears at their own 35, first and 10. Pichot has two wides right and one left. He'll take the helmet high, shotgun snap, hand to Bex, who tried to cut left and stumbled and fell at the feet of Caden Johnson, who will get the tackle, but he didn't really deserve it. It just happened to be the man standing there. It's a one-yard gain for Bex. Jacks were lucky there, because he had a little bit of room, a little bit of wiggle room there on the back end. 10-07, quarter number one. Top-ranked South Dakota State, a 7-0 lead over Missouri State. Bears second and nine on this beautiful Saturday in late November from their own 36. Pichot with an empty backfield. Jax will rush four. Pichot steps up deep down the center of the field in heavy traffic. A leaping catch made by Raylan Sharp. Trying to take it away from him is K.O. Reeder. Sharp jump over the top of him and hauled it into the 34 of South Dakota State. Boy, what a grab that was. And as a matter of fact, that wasn't Sharp. That was actually Larry Wright III, a junior, out of Apple Valley, Minnesota. We, this is obviously their strength again, these wide receivers on the edge. And that was an, an even more impressive catch than the one before. That was in coverage, double team, came down with the ball. That was a catch. Wright hadn't played a game all year as a wideout. How about that? First and 10, Jacks 34 play fake. Pichot rolls left, throws that way, and it's juggled and dropped on an interception attempt. That was intended for Sharp. Tucker Large stepped in front of it, got his left hand on it, then couldn't corral it, and now he has both hands on either side of his helmet. He's incredulous that he didn't hang on to that pick on the left sideline. It's probably six the other way if he comes up with it. I think he might have been dreaming about putting his <laughs> arms up there and took his eyes off the ball but good play good coverage down the field there Tyler 9-14 opening quarter 7-0 SDSU Missouri State at the Jacks 34 second and 10 offset eye formation under center Pichelle it's a toss sweep to Bex running right along the right sideline inside the 30 Stalbert from behind on his back and Reeder from the front side hit him out of bounds at the 26 of SDSU it's a gain of eight setting up third and two six minutes have elapsed Nine remain in the opening quarter. 7-0 SDSU, but the Bears a third and two. Good call by the Missouri State Bears play caller. Again, that is, you generally don't see that going to the boundary, pulling a guard and pulling the backside tackle with that and going on a sweep play. So good play call. We are out of position there for a good game by the Bears. Third and two in the gun, Pichot motioning right to left, Hunter Wood. Pichot takes the snap, four-man rush, stepping up, throws, and making the catch just ahead of the sticks is Sharp. Large threw him down as soon as he caught it. It's a gain of four on third and two, and a first down for Missouri State. That's what the Bears want to do, spread you out and get just enough, pick up a four to move the sticks. We've had three balls that could have been picks the other way. Hopefully a Jacks will come up with one here down close to the 
the red zone here, Tyre. At the 22 of the Jacks, first and 10, Missouri State. Pichelle hands it off to Bex, right up the middle, and standing him up with no room for error, Max Balloon, the fourth-year junior out of Redfield, South Dakota. And Alex, we see the depth of that defensive line rising up again. Well, you see the depth coming in, but you also see just the pure size of SDSU against their offensive line. I think you're going to look at the weak point of Missouri State. What is it? that offensive line. You can see their strength is obviously trying to get to the edges with those wide receivers like Sharp and just trying to get the ball out quick to those playmakers because this offensive line might be outmanned right now against this defensive front. Pachot trying to change the play, walking up to his offensive lineman, now falls back into a shotgun, an early movement. The right tackle, Eric Cade, who All opened start. his career at Ole Miss. Offense. Number 74, five-yard penalty, second down. So a loss of one on first down, then the penalty. It's now second and 16 for the Bears. Jacks 10 and 0, trying to win their 25th in a row. Missouri State trying to end the season with back-to-back -back wins. They knocked off nationally ranked Northern Iowa at home, 35-16 one week ago. Selden Manning. The running back out of Allen, Texas, to the left of Jordan Pichel, the Californian in QB. Four wides on second and 16, a deep drop, three-man rush, rolling out to the right. He'll run 30, right sideline 25, and Freeman shoved him out of bounds at the 21-yard line of SDSU. Seven-yard gain, it's third and nine. Pichel doesn't run a lot, but with only three-man rushing, he recognized it and picked up half of what they lost. It was a good job by Pichel, but also as we talked to uh, defense coordinator coach Bobbitt that he was going to potentially go with three down linemen more consistently this game and challenges defensive linemen to win those one-on-one -on -one and even double team battles. They did that right there. It was maybe two seconds and he was already under pressure and had to flush. So good job. Let's see if we can get after him here on a third and long. Third and nine from the Jacks, 21. Four wides for Pichot. Jacks rush three. Pichot steps up, throws near sideline. Catch made by the lengthy Larry Wright, the third, and he's out of bounds inside the 10. So it is a gain of 11 and a first down for Missouri State as again they go to the unheralded Larry Wright, the third. Pichot is really delivering some of these balls on a string right now. He's got an impressive live arm on him. You see, he's really not necessarily looking through the reads. There's kind of a one action kind of happening. He knows these out routes, these crossers. He's going kind of for that one man, but they're kind of expecting to get that win. At the 10, first and goal. Jacks timed the blitz, but on the end around, there's room for Devontae Key around the right side. He gets thrown out by Herter and Stalbert at the six. Jacks had two blitzers, timed it perfectly, just couldn't quite hang on to Key. They ran right past him. Jason Freeman had him for a five-yard loss, and that's what Coach Rodgers, even though we had a shutout last week against Youngstown State, is that he's pressing upon these defensive players to make those kind of plays and put him in again would have been a second and long. 5.45 opening quarter, 7-0 SDSU. Missouri State second and goal, Jackrabbit six. One wide either side. The back is Jaden Bex to the right of Jordan Pichel, the QB. Jacks rush four, Pichel with time, pump fake right, looks up the middle, starts to run, and gets eaten up by Ryan Van Morrow at the seven-yard line. It'll be a loss of one, and the second quarterback sack of the season for Van Morrow. Meanwhile, Balloon hobbling off the field as the Jacks run in some new defensive linemen. Balloon having pressure, uh, uh, beg your pardon, having issues putting pressure on his left foot. It's third and goal. Well, check that, Tyler. That's Caden Johnson right now from the defensive end position that's kind of hobbling off. Correct. That was Johnson 53, not Balloon 93. Thank you. Third and goal from the seven. Three wides left. Snap back, Pichot, and whistles and flags. will stop this play dead. 
False start. Offense. Number 74. Five-yard penalty. Third down. So we go backwards. Does Missouri State again? It'll be third down as we see Caden Johnson getting that foot looked at by Chad Kurtenbach, the SDSU athletic training and sports medicine representative from Sanford Health. Third and goal, Bears at the Jacks 12. 4-47 opening quarter, 7-0 SDSU. Manning motions out of the backfield. Empty set for Pichot. Jacks rush four. Pichot steps up and he'll be sacked. Cade Tervere again. Williams initially got cloth. Pichot broke free of him, and then Tervere hauls him down at the 16. That is six sacks on the year, 15 and a half in Tervere's career. Just overwhelming that, that offensive line front. We talked about it, Mason mentioned it going to that three front. SDC believes with that three-man front, they can still get home, and you can see how dominant they become when they put that fourth man at the line of scrimmage. Owen Rosance, 8 of 11 on the year in field goals. He's only tried one in the past month, and he missed it last week at UNI. Center of the field, that's a 33-yard try. It has the distance, and it is good. And on the board is Missouri State. Owen Rosance, a 33-yard field goal to cap a lengthy drive for the visitors from Springfield, Missouri. Your Northland Ford dealers drive summary. 13 plays, 67 yards in six minutes and 45 seconds. Go further with the fuel efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 3.56 in the opening quarter. It is South Dakota State 7, Missouri State 3. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 3.56 to go here in the opening quarter. South Dakota State leads Missouri State 7-3 here on Senior Day. Today's matchup is presented by Nutrient Egg Solutions. Ask any top performer and they'll tell you that home field is definitely an advantage. Whether it's Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium or on your farm's fields, local knowledge and local support matter. Nutrient Egg Solutions and the Jacks are leading the field this season and beyond. He's Brent Bowen with Mason Lyseth. I'm Tyler Merriam. Down on the field, Alex Parker, our statistician Andrew Song, and our parabolic microphone operator, Weston Vaniti, bringing you all the sounds from field level. Kickoff is in the air off the right foot of Spencer Gross. Short kickoff, returnable. Amar Johnson left numbers 5, 10, angling right 15, and he tried to cut left, but before he could do it, gets brought down shy of the 20-yard line by Lamondre Joe, the sophomore corner. And with that, a timeout on the field. 3.49 remains after the 13-yard return. Top-ranked SDSU with a 7-3 lead over Missouri State. And you're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. With 3.49 to go in the opening quarter, South Dakota State leads Missouri State 7-3 here on Senior Day and Military Appreciation Day. Fans, Cubby Sports Bar and Grill, you can watch the Jacks while dining in or enjoy great takeout options. Cubby's is your Jackrabbit Game Day headquarters in downtown Brookings. While we have a moment, we want to send a congratulations out to a dear member of our Jackrabbit Sports Network family, Colin Oster, he and his wife Kylie, welcoming in a brand new baby yesterday, Tatum Ray Oster. Jerry is a grandpa once again. Tatum, mom, everybody doing well. Congratulations to the extended Oster family and uh, just our happiest of wishes this holiday season to them and looking forward to having Colin back with us in the weeks ahead. So South Dakota State begins at its own 20 at second possession of the contest. 
both Davis and Amar Johnson had lined up as wideouts to the right. Now they shift alongside Gronowski. Here's Amar Johnson running left 25, turns up the middle to the 30, and he'll be marked right at the sticks. 10 yards and a first Dakota first down for Amar Johnson. Lujan and this offense find different ways to utilize those two on the field at the same time. It's so difficult when you have, again, what basically what I would consider the best FCS running back in Isaiah Davis. And Amar Johnson, who had started at 95, 99% of other FCS teams. And Amar Johnson, I think, has one of the best one-step cut that I've seen as a Jackrabbit. It is incredible to watch. Johnson empties the backfield, aligning wide out right. First and 10 from the 30. Gronowski wants it all, throws down the right seam, dropping to his knees, Jaden Yonke. He'll make the catch, 14-yard gain to his own 44. And it's a first to go to first down, going back to that previous play, Mason. The first snap of drive one, a 10-yard run by Isaiah Davis. The first snap of drive two, a 10-yard run by Amar Johnson. And that's putting pressure again on those safeties that we talked about. Number four from Missouri State, the leading tackler, he was in on that. Um, you get the tackle, yes, but it's also a 10-yard game. Gradowski is three of four for 71 yards passing as he's in the shotgun, first and 10 from his own 44. 230 opening quarter, 7-3 SDSU the lead. Hand to Amar Johnson running off the right side of the 45, slipped an ankle tackle 46-47, then kept driving, and finally his knee hits the soy-based field turf at the 48-yard line after a four-yard gain. Mike Morgan pushing the pile along with Berenson and O'Brien, the right side of that O-line. The Bears front four did a good job on initial contact, but again, Amar driving his seat, Mike Morgan coming back to push the pile. Four-yard gain set up a reasonable second and medium. So at the 48 of SDSU zone, it is second down and six. Jacks realign, Hines tight end left, Davis to the left of Gronowski with three wides in the set. Clap of the hands, fake to Davis. Gronowski looks to throw. Davis picks up a blitzer. High arcing ball left sideline behind Jaden Yonke, who adjusted, made the catch as he fell on his back inside the 16 near the 15-yard line of Missouri State. What a job by Jaden Yonke to find that football and gain 37 yards. That was the only ball that I've seen Mark under throw really so far this season. Otherwise, that had been in stride. That was six for the Jackrabbits. Great job by the readjustment, though, for a great pickup for the Jackrabbits. And again, Davis picking up that blitzer as well. Jacks are in the Case IH red zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Three wides, Morgan and Willie to the right. Jackson Yankee left to right, coming on a jet sweep, takes the pitch, spins down to the 10-yard line. Now Mason McCormick was engaged with one of the offensive, beg your pardon, defensive linemen of Missouri State, and a flag on the other end of the field. As Jackson was tackled beyond the numbers on the right sideline, this flag came along the left side numbers. As it stands now, it's a gain of about six on the jet sweep. It'd be second and four, but. So unnecessary roughness, the call on Mason McCormick. It's a 15-yard infraction. And the Jackrabbits. Back up to the 31 of Missouri State. That's a costly penalty on the man making his 54th consecutive start as a Jackrabbit today. That's a really unfortunate play there, Tyler. When you're completely away from the ball there, uh, sometimes you just gotta let, let a guy go. 
And now the official stopping play. What's this all about? The previous play is under further review for potential targeting foul. Interesting. We have 55 seconds left in the opening quarter. Number one, South Dakota State leading Missouri State 7-3. to three. Our replay official is Roger Quinlan, who is working his last game as an official. He's been in the Missouri Valley for three decades. And we wish him nothing but the best in his retirement. He'll be honored later on today. But the replay crew called a stoppage of things to check on targeting. And that would be why, as we watch the replay, the Missouri State defender had fallen to the turf on his back. McCormick looked at him and then dove right on top of him, leading with his shoulder, or perhaps even higher. And because of that, play has been stopped. And we wait and see what happens. If it is targeting, then McCormick would be ejected for the rest of the game but he would be eligible to return for the second round of the playoffs. But you pointed it out right away before we even realized the targeting. That defender's already prone on the ground. McCormick didn't need to do that. And he, again, Mason did a great job. Initial contact threw him to the ground. Um, and normal plays, if the, if the contact or the ball is right there, uh, the refs are always gonna not even look at that play because that's normal O and D lineman play. But when you're completely opposite and you're wide out in the open like that, that's a challenge. Alex, what are you taught as an old lineman when you're trying to block a guy and he ends up on the ground? How are you taught to handle a situation like that? Oh, well, as you guys have been referencing, right? I mean, at the end of the day, they were out of the play. I mean, probably shouldn't have uh, finished it off. Again, you love seeing the aggressiveness, the excitement, senior day, etc. cetera. Uh, but there's no, uh, no excuse to finish that out, especially when you're driving, right, offensive line-wise. You just don't want to have your name called and right now. At the review, there is situation. no foul for targeting. Number 64, South Dakota State, may stay in the football game. Well, he gets to stay in, although it's a move he probably should not, no, probably, shouldn't have done what he did, but McCormick does get away with it to live another day. And now the Jacks at the Missouri State 31, 57 seconds left in the first quarter. They lead 7-3. And the biggest thing is that's, a, that's generally a drive killer. I mean, we were just marching the ball down the field right there. Now we're looking at first and 20, 25. 25, so yeah, that's a that's a challenge now for the Jackrabbit offense. Three wides right, one left. Gronowski fakes to Davis, looking to throw. Deep down the right seam for Zach Hines, who makes the over-the-shoulder catch, untouched, into the end zone. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Touchdown is the fifth of the year for Hines. And it's career passing touchdown number 63 for Mark Gronowski. It is a 31-yard Gronowski to Hines touchdown powered by Prostralo Automall. As the extra point by Dustman is onto the roof of the Stigemeyer Family Student Athlete Center. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers drive summary. Five plays, 80 yards in three minutes and six seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. And it's a subtle thing, Mason, but Hines is looking directly into the sun when he's able to make that catch from Gronowski. 
He's looking directly into the sun, and, but he did a good job of slowing his feet, freezing that safety, coming him over the top. But generally, that's an in-cut for a tight end like that, but there's a backside fade for him, and a beautiful, beautiful ball for Mark Gronowski for six for the Jackrabbits. Kickoff coming from Hunter Dustman to be presented by Poet. Isn't it about time? We got back in rhythm with nature. Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. Dustman put the first one through the back of the end zone for a touchback. The second, Beck's caught around the goal line and opted to return it. Jaden Beck's Devontae Key back to return. Dustman's right foot sends an end over end kick through the back of the end zone for another touchback. Missouri State will have it at its own 25. 43 seconds left opening quarter, and number one SDSU a 14-3 lead on the Bears of Missouri State. And again, already a wild day in the FCS. We'll get Brent up here in just a moment to give us a couple updates on some scores. As we came in thinking we knew who might be the top four seeds pending upon results today, and at least one of those top four has fallen by the wayside. Two wides left and one right for Missouri State, first and 10 from its own 25. Pashoa play fake, rolls out right, stops, looking left, nothing there. He's in trouble, three blue jerseys all over him and throws into a high traffic area on the near sideline. And Jason Freeman nearly got his hand on a ball that Raylan Sharp dropped, incomplete. Second and 10, that nearly had disaster all over it multiple times. The Jackrabbit defensive line is absolutely getting after this Missouri State Bears offensive line, which is creating some of these forced throws from a show. And that's the fourth ball that we've had our hands on, and not just tip, but definitely could have picked potentially. Second and 10 Bears from their own 25. Slight breeze, but a bright, sunshiny Saturday in Brookings. Pichelle will hand the football off. Selden Manning trying to run left for a limited gain to his own 28-yard line. Hard to believe that's actually the ninth rushing attempt the Bears have had. It's a three-yard gain, nine rushes, 17 yards for Missouri State, who does not have to snap this football as the play clock has more on it than the game clock, and Missouri State's not going to. Final 10 seconds will run off. That brings us to the end of the first quarter on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. It is top-ranked South Dakota State with a 14-3 lead over Missouri State on senior day in Brookings. And this is Jackrabbit football for Blairfield. Welcome back to the start of the second quarter from Dana J. Dykow Stadium. South Dakota State out to a 14-3 lead over the visiting Missouri State Bears. Some of us grew up playing with tractors, and the lucky ones still do. Farmers and ranchers are providing safe and affordable food for our tables. The South Dakota Farm Bureau. And Sanford Health, the exclusive sports medicine provider for the Jackrabbits. Well, again, it's already been an interesting day in the FCS. We came in thinking that Furman and Montana both would have opportunities to be the number two seed if they were victorious, both playing important games in conference play as well. Brent, what do you have for us? And, and Furman was not victorious today. They fell at 1-9 Wofford, 19-13. to uh, Tyler Huff, the normal starting quarterback for Furman, was out with a shoulder injury for the second straight day, so Carson Jones, the redshirt freshman, was in at quarterback, making his second consecutive start, but Furman fell short on the road, 19-13. The Terriers turned the ball over four times in that one, but Furman, just 13 points on the board. They'll likely still be a seed, but a tough loss on the road for the Paladins, and then for Montana State, uh, they are trailing Montana 20 to nothing at halftime in Missoula. So Montana, who probably was in that two or three discussion coming in, if Montana beats Montana State and they're up soundly right now, 
they'd be 10-1, and one, probably the number two seed. And the other thing this does, what's the update from Macomb? Do we have uh, a South Dakota score? 17-6 USD at halftime. If USD wins, they could be the number three seed. Absolutely. That's very much in play. Absolutely. Which is huge for USD because they're on the opposite side of the bracket as us. There's no doubt the Coyotes in a perfect world. I think everybody wants to be at the opposite side yeah. from SDSU, but particularly the Valley Schools. So we'll be keeping an eye on everything as today rolls along. Great work back there, back there by the FCS savant that is Brent Bowen. Missouri State, 85 total yards, 17 rushes, 68 passing. SDSU with 168 total yards, 30 rushing, 138 passing. Bears had the ball for nearly nine minutes of that first quarter. But how about this, Mason? The Jacks scored two touchdowns, never had a third down snap. The, uh, again, winning first down sets you up for those kind of plays, and we've been getting pops at 10, 8, 9 yards for some of these carries. That, is, that makes it easy so you're not in third and long. Here's third and seven Bears from their own 28. Blitz is on, screen pass, catch is made by Larry Wright the third, and unable to go anywhere. I tell you what, the Jackrabbits mm. ate that play up on the right side after a gain of one, and Missouri State will have to punt. South Dakota State was coming after it. It was a screen, they adjusted, and then the pass goes to the right side, and you name it, there were a number of Jacks on hand to make that tackle. I think eight ended up in the picture. Great job on all three of those of the Jackrabbits defense there again. Putting in a blitz, readjusting the with the wide receiver screen like that, you potentially on a blitz have room to go. Jack Rabbit dominated all, all three phases there. Grant Burkett, two-time All-American punter with a high spiraling kick, backs up Tucker Large to his own 21. He'll run right, cut left 25, and get brought down to the 27-yard line by Stephen Ward, a sophomore linebacker. It is a 50-yard punt and a return Media. of six. We have 14-16 to play in our second quarter. It's senior day here in Brookings, and number one South Dakota State leads Missouri State 14-3. You're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. 14-16 to go here in the second quarter. South Dakota State a 14-3 lead over Missouri State here at Dana J. Dykow Stadium. If it's in your big picture, First Bank and Trust can help you achieve it with personalized financial planning and trusted advice. Find out how First Bank and Trust makes planning for your, for, for your future easier at bankeasy.com. And follow along with the Jackrabbit broadcast at gojacks.com. Live stats, player bios, game notes, all that more is available at the official website of SDSU Athletics, gojacks.com. He's Alex Parker on the field with Mason Lyseth and Brent Bowen in the Hefty C broadcast booth. I'm Tyler Miriam, Hefty brand Freedom Series soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex soybeans. Jacks, third drive of the game from their own 26, first and 10 it begins. Granowski looks left, slings it that way. Jaden Yonke using a lead block from Griffin Wildey crosses the 30 and gets spun forward to the 35. That is a nine yard gain. And it's one thing Zach Lujan talked to us about on Thursday, the offensive coordinator, the blocking out in space by the wideouts continues to get better and better. Perfect example right there. And Griffin Wildey is a true freshman. That's a skill that you don't really get taught at the high school level and he has really excelled every single game over and over again of perfecting out of these stock blocks. That creates, again, a what should have been probably a four or five yard gain to nine. Second down and a yard from their own 35. Three wides in the set, Davis to Gronowski's right. It's a give to Davis up the middle, lowers his shoulder and just got enough. Needed a yard, got about a yard and a half. It's a first to go to first down and we continue down this stretch. The Jacks have yet to have a third down snap. They lead Missouri State 14-3, just over 13 minutes left in the second quarter. 
And it was actually a good job by the Missouri State Bears up front, limiting it only two yards, but that two yards was also in a first down. So just like you said, Tyler, uh, no third downs needed at this point. Mark Radowski on the day, six of seven for 147 yards. Jaden Yonke has caught four of those for 81. Davis behind the QB, Gronowski fakes it to him, fakes an end around to Wildy, wants to go deep down the center of the field in man-on-man -man coverage. Jackson Yonke overthrown. Lamondre Joe had the coverage, and there is a yellow hanky in the center of the field, which usually indicates pass interference or holding on the defensive back. Let's confirm this, and then Marcel Kerr, our referee, will let us all know. I promise you he will. Holding, defense, number 22, 10-yard penalty, automatic first down. And what that means is it occurred before the pass was thrown. If it's pass interference, it's after the ball was in the air. Yeah, as soon as, soon as Jackson went to the top of his route and went to break off for a deep post, he was holding on to him for dear life because he knew that he was beating the top of that route because that would have been six, Tyler. 12.50, second quarter, 14-3 SDSU. Jacks at their own 47. Gronowski will hand to Davis up the middle, 48-49. He got popped near midfield. He was being ankle tackled in the bottom of the play by Jared Lloyd. And Todrick McGee, one of the top tacklers in the league, hit him on the top side, kind of folded him up like an accordion after a three-yard game. That was a very physical tackle at the point of attack for Number four for the Missouri State Bears there. That looked painful. Yeah. Davis checks out. By the way, he has passed 1,000 yards this season. As Isaiah Davis. Second down and seven from the midfield strike. Snap back, Gronowski. Amar Johnson runs left, cuts right, 48-47, backing his way near the 46. Gain of four, and we'll have a first coming up here with under 12 minutes left in the second quarter. Jacks have a third and three. Their first third down snap of the day, leading 14 to three. And something unique that I'm seeing here, Tyler, versus the Bears and some of the film that I've watched, their linebackers are basically sitting at two and a half to three yards. They're trying to stop and force the Jacks to be one-dimensional with their run game, which is why we've had some of these explosive pass plays down the field. Youngstown State tried something similar, and Gronowski threw for a season-best 295 last week. Here's third and three. Jaden Yonke motions right to left. Gronowski with Johnson behind him. It's a give to Johnson straight up the middle to the 45, and that's all. Bears defense was ready for that one. Jared Lloyd, the middle linebacker, whose father played college football at UConn, came up and made the stop after a one-yard gain. And Davis coming back on the field, as is Jackson Yonke. So SDSU will go for this on fourth and two. And this is not an over-exaggeration of them trying to stop the run. They had 10 guys in the box. The only reason why they didn't have 11 is we had a wide receiver split out to the boundary. So fourth and two. Between the hashes at the Bears 45. Davis behind Gronowski in a pistol, two wides right. Fake to Davis, Gronowski rolls right. He sprints away from pressure. Now he'll run along the right sideline and pick it up. First Dakota first down to the 41 of Missouri State. Gronowski gains four. He went to roll right and had a guy in the backfield in his face and he just turned on the Jets and was able to break away from it. And that's the the general consensus of Mark of not, not being 
you know, shocked that there's a guy in his face. He knew there was pressure coming off the edge, and he just didn't look to pass it. He knew he had leverage to the outside corner, and he took it. Great job by number 11. It's Taz Chambers, the fourth-year junior at Arlington, Texas, and Will Linebacker. 10-15, second quarter, 14-3 SDSU, first and 10 at the Bear, 41. Angel Johnson motions right to left. Gronowski a play fake, looking, looking, runs up the middle, all sorts of room, 40, 35-30, and he slides down at the 27-yard line. 14 yards and a first Dakota first down. Gronowski with great recognition. Trying to man up all of our wide receivers and even bracketing the Yankees on the outside edge. There's nobody left in the middle of the field. Perfect offensive line picked it right up. Mark patiently just walked right down for a 15-yard gain there. 9.40 remains in quarter number two. Top-ranked SDSU, a 14-3 lead at home over Missouri State. Jacks a first and 10 from the 27. One clap of the hands, now Gronowski audibilizes the offensive line communicating with everybody. Davis behind Gronowski. He'll take the handoff, starts right, cuts left, big hole inside the 20. Isaiah Davis to the Bear 14-yard line. That's a pickup of 13 and a first Dakota first down for the Missouri native Isaiah Davis. And right there we went to Twins back to the outside boundary. There was only eight in the box that time, Tyler. Perfect one-on-one, basically hat on hat. Jack Arbett's dominating up front for an easy first down. SDSU with the Case IH Red Zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to CaseIH.com slash Jackrabbits. Davis remains in the game behind Gronowski. Wide left, Wildy. Wide right, Goring. Now Goring motions right to left. Gronowski will give it to Davis. Cuts around the left. Cuts right inside the 10. Breaks a tackle inside the 5 and works his way down to the 1-yard line. That's 11 yards and a first Dakota first down. And Isaiah Davis is now the fifth running back in South Dakota State history to reach 4,000 rushing yards for his career. What an impressive young man is number 20, 20, 22, Isaiah Davis. He had probably five yard gain and an absolute amazing jump cut on that outside linebacker to almost get in the end zone there. He's behind Gronowski, Hines, along with Morgan and the extra offensive lineman Christensen to the right. Now Gronowski motions out wide left. Davis takes the snap, starts up the middle. There was nobody to the right, and Davis walks into the end zone. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Davis had to work so hard on that run up the middle on the play before, as you documented. They don't come any easier than that one-yard scamper. No, that uh, that outside corner, we actually pulled Mason McCormick on the backside. He uh, he didn't want any part of what would be dubbed the juggernaut or also the self-proclaimed pancake vendor the 605 Hogs. Hunter Dustman's PAT is good. The one-yard touchdown run by Isaiah Davis, the 43rd of his career, 11th of the season. Powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutoMall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers drive summary, 10 plays, 74 yards in only two minutes and 14 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 8.02, second quarter, South Dakota State 21, Missouri State 3, and this is Jackrabbit football for Blearfield. 
With 8.02 to play in the second quarter, South Dakota State leads Missouri State 21-3. Three drives, three touchdowns for the Jackrabbit offense. All season long, our broadcast team exudes style with authentic brand attire. It's the brand we trust for premium game day looks and everyday styles. Be sure to ask your supplier or local retailer for authentic brand by name and showcase your Jackrabbit pride. And Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy, a proud partner of Jackrabbit Athletics. Hunter Dustman will kick from left to right. This kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time? We got back in rhythm with nature. Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. And the end over end kickoff towards the back of the end zone and threw it for a touchback before Missouri State has the ball. We pause 10 seconds to allow stations to identify themselves. You're listening to South Dakota State football. This is WNAX Visit Northlandford.com and your local Northland Ford dealer today. 8.02 remains in the second quarter. Top-ranked SDSU, a 21-3 lead over Missouri State. We'll take a timeout. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 8.02 to play here in quarter number two from Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium. Number one, South Dakota State is on top of Missouri State, 21-3. Farming demands well-built equipment. Kubota equipment that's proven for over a century. Tractors rated number one in durability and owner experience. Eight tools backed by a two-year warranty. Sidekick utility vehicles where durability meets speed. And productive SSVs get steers. Visit your local South Dakota Kubota dealer for a demo today. Missouri State at its own 25 after the touchback. The Bears, 304 passing yards a game. 68 so far. Jordan Pichot takes the shotgun snap. It's a draw up the middle. The delayed handoff and Adam Bach makes the tackle on Jaden Becks, the running back after a two-yard gain. Bach, the All-American who has been bothered by foot issues really the entire season since fall camp. He's getting closer to 100%, but he's still not quite there. Still not quite there, especially in season. It's tough with all the banging and pounding, but he's looking really good today. So three wides for the Bears on second and eight. Pichot to throw him in a four-man rush. Down the center, catch is made by Raylan Sharp. And how about that? Bach as a missile diving in and wrapped him up as Sharp tried to spin out of the tackle at the 31. Four-yard gain, that's third and four. That's as good as Box looked at months. Aggressive on the point of attack. Downhill quickly. One-on-one, -on -one, perfect tackle. Third and medium here. Let's see if the Jackrabbits can get after it again. Jacks run three new bodies in. Up front, it's Trevere, Williams, DePriest, and Hicks. Bach, the middle linebacker, along with Isaiah Stallbird. It's large, along with Beanham, Gales. The safeties are Herter, and also oh, off a deflection. The pass down the middle went off the hands of Devontae Key. It was headed to the turf, and Raylan Sharp looked up, saw the ball coming towards his shoe tops, and caught it off the tip, and ends up with 14 yards and a first down. My goodness, what a break for the Bears. These Missouri State Bears are getting quite lucky in the pass game. This is five balls that have either been tipped or basically dropped and have turned into positive plays for the Bears. So Missouri State at its own 45, a first and 10. Pashoa one step, fires to the left side, Devontae Key, and it is Gales, who's the first man there, Spalding to help out and wrap him up at midfield after a five-yard game. It's, it's tough to point out, but Dyshawn Gales right there could have tried to dive inside on it 
and the wide receiver tried to spin to the outside. Perfect again, in, out. Graham Falling cleaned it up for eliminating that pass play. Six minutes left, second quarter, 21-3 SDSU. Missouri State second and five at midfield. Pichelle the handoff, running right, Jaden Baxson, the pursuit from behind, diving to run him down, Brian Williams at the 47 of SDSU. That's a three yard gain, it's third and two. But how about the 285 pound defensive tackle, Brian Williams running down Baxson, who is 100 pounds lighter than him. Impressive play by Brian Williams. That could have been an eight, 10 yard and eliminated it to only three putting him in again another third down situation here. So third and two Bears at the Jacks 47. This is an I formation, Pichelle under center. Two tight ends shift to the left, then the Jackrabbit defensive line up in arms trying to claim there was early movement. False start, offense, number 74, five yard penalty. Third down. That is twice that Eric Cade has jumped early, the transfer from Ole Miss. And Alex, when you are 345 pounds, it's awfully tough to jump and not be seen. Well, certainly in his size at the right tackle position, but also tough to also see that when you have a tight end and that extra man in that they had jump up to transition to the other side. Sometimes you just get a little excited. Bears are three of six today on third downs. It's third and seven, and Jimmy Rogers came sprinting down the near sideline to call the timeout. Timeout, South Dakota State. That is a second charge timeout of the first half. This would be a media timeout. So 5.09 remains in the second quarter. Number one, South Dakota State, a 21-3 lead over Missouri State on Senior Day, and it's Military Appreciation Day at Dana J. Dykal Stadium, and you're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. 5.09 to play in the second quarter from Dana J. Dykow Stadium, South Dakota State, a 21-3 lead over Missouri State. First Interstate Bank offers a comprehensive suite of personal and business products to take care of your diverse financial needs. First Interstate Bank, built for you. Brett, give us an update. What's happening in Missoula in that uh, brawl of the wild between Montana State and Montana? It was 20 to nothing Montana at halftime. The, the Bobcats came out and Scored a touchdown on the opening drive of the third quarter to make it 20 to seven, but Montana responded right away to go back up by 20 points. It's Montana State football with eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Montana finishes that out. They are 10 and one. and would be the Big Sky auto qualifier and likely the number two seed. All right, back to football here in Brookings. Third and seven, Missouri State at the 48 of its own. Jacks three down linemen, empty set for Pichelle. The quarterback has three wides left and two to the right. Now the Bears look to the far sideline to see if they want to change what they were lined up in. Still five wides. Pichot waiting on the snap. It's letter high. Jacks rush three. Pressure coming. Pichot backpedaling. Had to get rid of it and threw it at the feet of Larry Wright the third. An incomplete pass. And the Jackrabbits were able to get home with just three men rushing as there is a Jackrabbit down on the field, slow to get up. That's down for an injury to a player on defense. Beanham was up on one knee and then went back down to a sitting position. Not quite sure what happened to Beanham, the excellent cornerback. Well, it was a little friendly fire, it looked like, with those crossing routes that two Jackrabbits landed on each other. But also to highlight that offensive line, it almost looked like they tried to run a screen, but certainly there was no screen play actually happening. You saw that three-man defensive front get back to the show like we've seen all day so far. Charlie Miller, Allie Haw, the SDSU Athletic Training Staff, Dr. Chad Kurtenbach of the Sanford Health Medical Team, out on the back of the right ear of the Jackrabbit that is emblazoned on the field turf from 142-yard line to the other. Jimmy Rogers stormed out onto the field. 
popped his microphone up off of his headset, said something to Beanham. Beanham said something back. Then Rodgers immediately walked all the way back along the 45-yard line and now is pacing from left to right in front of the defense. Rodgers never stops moving. He's got to put on 30,000 steps on a game day, doesn't he? It's been fun to see him down here on the sideline. I haven't been able to witness him as the head coach kind of pacing the sidelines. And you're right, he certainly has a little energy and fire on the sideline here. And right now he's, he's got Dante Johnson corner talking through some technique. Yeah, he's coaching up the young guys. Grant Burkett's third punt of the day nearly got blocked. It's a high kick to the far side. Tucker Large called for a fair catch, it looked like. Juggled and caught it at his own four, then turned up field and tried to return it and got shoved out of bounds around the 10. That was wild all the way around. I thought Large made a fair catch signal. I'm not going to ask anybody who's an Iowa Hawkeye fan, but it's a 47-yard punt, and it's a return of six. Well, the Jacks will have it first and 10 at their own 10. You're not supposed to catch a punt inside your five. But as we have learned, if you wear number one and return punts, be it your last name, Yankee or large, you don't do what the normal punt returners do. They are some wild men back there. <laughs> Jacks have two wides both to the right. Amar Johnson behind Gronowski at a pistol. Play action fake. Gronowski will throw it to the near side. Jackson Yaki makes the catch. Beautiful spin back inside the field of play. And an ankle tackle saves what would have been an even bigger gain to the 26-yard line. Jackson Yaki goes. That is 16 yards, but if Avery Powell doesn't make that play, it's a heck of a lot more. Yeah, normally that, that ankle tackle right there never happened. So it was a good job by number 22 preventing what could potentially have been a touchdown for the Jackrabbits. Gronowski is now seven of eight for 163 yards. That's a first Dakota first down, 4-15 second quarter, 21-3 SDSU. Three wides for Gronowski, handoff to Angel Johnson who was hit immediately, the ball fell free, and it appears Missouri State has it, and it does at the 16-yard line. The Bears timed a blitz right as Angel Johnson took the handoff. He never had the chance to fully come up with the ball. It got tipped onto the surface, and Caleb Blake, the fifth-year junior corner out of Winter Haven, Florida, came up with it after Jared Lloyd, the middle linebacker, was able to bat it free from the hands of Angel Johnson. Johnson took that handoff and barely got one foot on the ground, and then Lloyd hit it. It looked like between him and Mark, it wasn't sure. Mark looked like he almost wanted to pull it out. That's, that's a timing thing. And that's only the eighth turnover all year. Fewest in the Valley, sixth fewest in the country by the Jackrabbits. Missouri State a short field at the 15 of SDSU. It's first and 10. Jordan Pichel, handoff, and man alive was he eaten up by Ryan Van Morrow. Jaden Becks never had a prayer. Big ounce was meaty on that defensive play for a loss of four. Ooh, this Jackrabbit front four is absolutely eating the Bears today. When you start thinking, when are they going to start keeping a tight end in for an extra blocker or something? But right now, they like that spread look and just trying to get Pichot some time, but that is not happening. 12 rushes, 18 yards today. Pichot to throw on second and 14 to the far side. Oh. Looking back into the sun, Jamare Robinson never saw the football, but he felt it because it hit him in the helmet. 
It's an incomplete pass. We told you Hines made that touchdown looking back into the sun. Robinson never saw the ball until it hit him on the left side of the helmet. That's unbelievable. And it was fortunate for the Jackrabbits on that one because that would have been probably a nine-yard game instead of in a reasonable third down. Now it's third and about 13 here. Let's see if the Jackrabbit defensive line gets after him again. Third and 14 from the 19. Blitz is on. Pichot to the far sideline. Robinson saw this one but couldn't make the catch. Miles Taylor had excellent coverage and shoved him in the back right as the ball arrived. And so the Jackrabbit defense comes up with some big plays there with the aid of the sun. I guess it was shining down on the yellow and blue. And now on fourth down, Missouri State will try a field goal. Great job with the Jackrabbit defense on a sudden change. It's always tough with some of those quick turnovers. Not much time here on the bench, kind of talking over the last series. Good job, three and out here. Let's see if they can hold them. Owen Rosance hit from 33 earlier today. This will be from 36 in the center of the field. Good snap, good placement. Rosance kick, end over end, and it is no good wide right. So the South Dakota State defense taking over at the 15-yard line, rises up and forces Missouri State to a field goal, which Rosance misses wide right, and it even got a shot of the cannon. I didn't know the cannon would fire for a missed red zone opportunity. Great job again with that sudden change, and I was hoping that the Jackrabbits could block one of these field goals, because they've had three in a row these last three games, Tyler, impressive by that special teams unit. 3.20 second quarter, it's SDSU 21, Missouri State 3. Guys, try this on for size. That's now 27 trips in the red zone against the Jacks. They have given up only 17 scores, only nine touchdowns. That means only one out of every three times a team has entered the red zone, they have scored a touchdown, and they've held teams scoreless in four of the last five trips inside the red zone. That is unbelievable. Two wides left, a back to either side of Gronowski. Here's Davis, he'll follow Angel Johnson left to the 25-yard line. Make that Amar Johnson he followed. Five-yard gain, it'll be second and five. So Davis, eight rushes, 51 yards. We mentioned it earlier. He is now the fifth man in South Dakota State history to rush for 4,000 yards. Zach Zenner, Josh Ronick, Pierre Strawn Jr., Kyle Manette, and now Isaiah Davis. That's a pretty impressive company. That's some impressive company for that young man. 2.50 and the clock runs. Jacks lead it 21-3. Second and five from their own 25. Davis to Gronowski's left. Mark drops to throw, looks right, pump fake. Taking a shot deep down the right sideline. Jaden Yorkian diving grab. Oh, what a play. Down to the 35-yard line of Missouri State. Wow, what an absolute strike by number 11, Mark Gronowski on that. Guy in his face, pressure up front. Boom, right down the sideline. And it, almost an even more impressive catch by Jaden Yonke down the sideline. 40-yard catch by Jaden Yonke. He had a terrific day a week ago, a pair of touchdowns, and now five catches for 121 yards this afternoon. Two minutes left in the half. Jacks lead at 21-3, first and 10 at the 35 of the Bears. Snap back, Gronowski gives to Davis, running right, nothing there, cuts back left to the 30, breaks through a tackle, and then just cradles the football to the 27-yard line. That is the definition of making something out of nothing. What could have been a loss ends up as an eight-yard gain for Isaiah Davis. Great patience by Isaiah Davis, almost like a Le'Veon Bell of the Steelers in the NFL, waiting, 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 nothing there, then cut, jump cut down the field. Great eight-yard pickup 
for number 2022. Inside of 130 in the half, Jacks only have one timeout. Remember, they've used two on defense in this half. Second and two, Bears 27. Davis to Gronowski's left. The two Yankees are wide right, Wildy left. Jet sweep, it's Jaden Yankee right to left. Throws a stiff arm, but couldn't break a second tackle. Down at the line of scrimmage, Todrick McGee, one of the best tacklers in the Valley up from his safety spot. For no gain, it'll be third and two. Great stiff arm on the first tackle, but too many for Jaden to try to break. Just not quite the timing on there. If he would have been just a hair slower, which is, which is not against him, but that, he could have cut that up potentially for a touchdown. But uh, here we got third down. Let's hope we can convert this. Jax will have Morgan to the left of Gronowski. Davis behind him on third and two. Here is Davis running right, and he gets spun down in the backfield. Boy, he was cutting left, thinking he'd be able to beat the defender to the spot, and instead gets spun down by Lamondre Joe, the corner. It'll be fourth and four at the 29 of the Bears. And the Jacks are going to let this clock run down. And then Jimmy Rogers will take a timeout. So SDSU will have a field goal try on the last snap of the half. Number 22, 22 Lamondre Jones for the Missouri State Bears is playing a heck of a game right now. Clock inside of five seconds. And just let it go all the way to one. Timeout, <laughs> South Dakota State. That is their third and final charge timeout of the first half. This will be a 30-second timeout. You know, normally you see coaches call to like five or four or even three to be safe. Rodgers didn't want to take any chance. He let it go all the way to one before he called his last time out of the half. I think Coach Rodgers is ready to get into halftime right now. 21-3, SDSU the lead. Stay tuned for our Hogemeyer Hybrids halftime report. Brent will give you a full rundown of our halftime highlights and tell you about what else has happened in the FCS today already. Some very important scores with seeding and playoff implications. That's coming up at the half. John Bell will place the Caden Olivier snap right on the 36-yard line, center of the field. So Hunter Dustman, with a little bit of wind at his back, will attempt a 46-yarder. He is 13 for 17 on the year. Good snap, good placement. Dustman's kick is on the way, but it is no good wide left. In fact, it bounced off the pole that is used on the left of the left upright to hold up the net to prevent the pride of the Dakotas from being besieged by kicks. And so we've reached halftime on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. Top-ranked South Dakota State leads Missouri State 21-3. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Halftime in Brookings, South Dakota State 21, Missouri State 3. Our next broadcast of Jackrabbit football will be two weeks from today. We can tell you it'll be a home game. We assume it'll be at 2 o'clock. We don't know that for a fact. We have no idea who the opponent will be. South Dakota State will be playing in round two of the FCS playoffs. The team and everybody else in the FCS will find out their playoff fates tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Central Time on ESPNU, the FCS selection show. 24 teams make the field. 10 automatic qualifiers by virtue of winning their respective conferences. And then 14 at-larges. We'll find out all the details coming up again tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. But we do invite you to stay tuned. We'll go a little bit longer with our post-game coverage when this one concludes. Brent, 
Alex, Mason, and myself, and we'll take a deeper dive into some of those teams, try to figure out who the seeds might be. There certainly are a couple of question marks after the results that are in so far today. And of course, to purchase tickets to all SDSU home athletic events, including your post-Thanksgiving Friday women's basketball hosting South Carolina State, log on to jackrabbittickets.com or download the Jackrabbit app. Mason, your overall thoughts on the first 30 minutes of this one? The Jackrabbits again took the, the Montana State Bears here, or sorry, Missouri State Bears, talking Montana, Montana State too much today. <laughs> um, and we knew they were going to come out and try to go guns a blazing. They, they did a bunch of new sets, tried to go deep on a lot of plays, and they took the brunt of that right away, and now we're up 21-3. to Whether that storm, I think, across all levels of the play, um, I don't think Coach Rogers would say they played perfectly, uh, but they're executing still at a high level. We'll see how they turn it on here in the second half. Mark Granowski entered today with the second highest efficiency in the history of the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Nine of 10 for 203 yards in the first half. Amar Johnson receives the kickoff up the middle 10, 15-20, and a barreled over hit at the 23-yard line supplied by Stephen Warren. I'm telling you, we've seen some hits in the kickoff game today on both sides. This has been some of the biggest one-on-one -on -one physical hits I've seen all year, regardless of special teams or not. So this is, Missouri State Bears are, are playing with nothing to lose again, playing free, playing loose. Um, some of the results is that is some of these physical tackles at the point of attack. 21-3, SDSU in the lead, Gronowski. Will line up with three receivers right, two left. Davis is one of the two wide left. We'll see if the Jacks shift. Four down linemen for the Bears. Gronowski will take the shotgun snap, throws it quickly through the hands of Zach Hines. He threw that ball before Hines was looking. The tight end turned, saw it at the last second, put his hands out, and it went through his fingertips incomplete. Again, only the second incompletion of the day for Mark Gronowski. Just a little off on the timing there, just on the outstretched fingertips, but good route combination, a little high-low action on a trip set by the, the Jackrabbits there. Just missed the execution on the back end. Shadows encompassing the entire north half of the field and some of the south half on a diagonal. Once again, the sun sets behind the west tower of Dana J. Dykal Stadium. How about this look, Gronowski under center. Davis, the lone tailback. It's a give to Davis. We have flags down as he runs right and gains maybe two. It would set up third and eight, and you wonder on this flag if Missouri State would decline it. Marcel Kerr is confirming all of this here. Offside, defense, well, I guess they won't. number eight, five-yard penalty. Repeat second down. So Devin Gorey, the defensive end. I thought the Jacks didn't have enough men on the line of scrimmage, but instead Missouri State lines up offsides, and so the Jacks, instead of third and eight, have second and five. Trying to get a jump there again. They know where, where the ball's coming on some of these runs. Trying to get a jump on the 6-5 Hogs and didn't work out there. Opening minute, third quarter, top-ranked South Dakota State trying to finish off the first unbeaten, untied regular season in the history of the program. They lead 21-3 over Missouri State, second and five of their own 27. Gronowski a play fake, Davis picks up a blitzer, so Gronowski can throw left side, reception made by Jaden Yonke, and he'll drag a tackler to the 36-yard line. Nine-yard gain, first Dakota first down, and again, what a job by Davis to pick up the blitzer, so Gronowski had time to step up. As amazing as a, a running back 
on the open field and the plays that he makes, he might be one of the best, not just picking up some of these blitzes. It's just one-on-one, -on -one, no help from an offensive lineman. He just stacks some of these guys and stonewalls them. First to go to first down to the 36 of SDSU zone. Davis to Granowski's right. Three wides right, one left. Four down linemen for Missouri State. Now Hines realigns as a wingback right. Gronowski will give to Davis, running left. He'll cut back right to the 40, using Gronowski as a block, 45 to midfield. Angling right, breaks the tackle, 45-40, along the near sideline. And he's finally out of bounds at the Bears 30. Unfortunately, a flag is going to wipe away wizardry of 36 yards. I appreciate it, Graham Goring, but uh, certainly getting a little too much after it, maybe. Multiple flags. A few yards downfield, so there might actually be some yards Davis gained that counted. But what a run that was that goes for not. Holding. Offense, number 12, 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Repeat first down. And indeed it was Graham Goring. That is just the second penalty of the day on the Jacks, who have been flagged seven and a half times per game this year. Unfortunate there, but what was kind of cool is seeing Mark Arnowski on the edge. And it wasn't just trying to get in the way. He was stocking up one of the Missouri State linebackers and had a great block downfield. Well, you know, even though that play ends up not really counting, he's going to talk about that one the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. First and 14 after the penalty from the Jacks' own 32. 13-17 to play in the third quarter. Jacks 21, Bears 3. Gronowski, letter eye shotgun snap, three-step drop, looks over the middle, pass deflected away, incomplete as Gronowski threw that ball low over the middle, trying to hit Jackson Yonke, and the ball got batted to the turf. We'll use a little springboard from old Mace, or Garrett Greenfield when uh, number two, Darian Smith, jumps up. You get about six foot seven of you to help you out there. Darian Smith, a transfer from Charlotte, fourth year junior out of St. Louis. Third time he has batted down a pass this year. So second and 14, South Dakota State. Jack scored on each of their first three possessions. Missouri State twice has ventured inside the red zone once after a Jackrabbit fumble, a total of three points. Gronowski on second and long, gives to Amar Johnson up the gut to the 35, squeezing through a hole to the 38-yard line. It's a gain of six. So third down and eight for the Jacks, who, again, the best third down converting team in the country, but 0 for 2 on third downs in the opening half. And I like the play call there from, from offensive coordinator Zach Lujan of trusting the 605 Hogs to get a push there and get a reasonable third and long here. Not third and 15, but a third and eight. That changes your play calling and changes how you approach this play. From the 38 of their own, it's third and eight. Three wides left and one right. Johnson on the right hip of Gronowski. Missouri State has five men at the line of scrimmage, and now a timeout has been requested from the east side. Timeout. Missouri State. That is their first charge timeout of the second half. This will be a media timeout. 12.27 left in the third. Top-ranked SDSU with a 21-3 lead over Missouri State on senior day. And this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 12.27 to play here in the third quarter. South Dakota State leading Missouri State 21-3 here at Dana J. Dykow Stadium. At Hogemeyer, local means something greater. Race local, race right here in Jackrabbit Nation. You can learn more at therightseed.com. And Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. You can watch Jacks while dining in or enjoy great takeout options. Cubby's is your Jackrabbit game day headquarters in downtown Brookings. 
just a reminder, we will have a Jimmy Rogers radio show this Thursday night, but not in person. Of course, it is Thanksgiving, and so we certainly hope you have an opportunity to enjoy it with your families, but the Jimmy Rogers radio show will air at 6 o'clock on Thursday night. It also will be available for download via our Jackrabbit Sports Network podcast. So if you have not done so yet, subscribe wherever you podcast to the Jackrabbit Sports Network. But we will have the Jimmy Rogers radio show wrapping up the regular season and looking ahead to the playoffs. Thursday at 6 o'clock it will air on the Jackrabbit Sports Network. All right, we exit the timeout. SDSU a third and eight from its own 38. Hines motions right to left. Three wides left, one right. Gronowski a deep drop, looking down to the right seam. Catches made amid double coverage by Jackson Yonke, who throws a stiff arm and dives to the 48 of Missouri State. That's a gain of 14 and a first Dakota first down. What an effort by Jackson Yonke. And, and that's all set up with how Zach Luan has perfected this offense here. Motioning Zach Hines across the formation. They see that it's zone, and the Yankee Twins are some of the best wide receivers I've seen of any level of sinking into some of these zones, finding the soft spots. Great third down connection. 21-3, Jacks lead it. Opening drive, third quarter from the Bear 48, first and 10. Give to Amar Johnson, who gets eaten up in the backfield. Trying to run right, there was a man who wedged his way in, one of the defensive linemen. It was uh, Ravion Harrow who stopped the initial forward movement that the linebacking crew came in and got him from behind. So Johnson ends up just getting back to the original line of scrimmage. No gain at second and 10. The Bears are still absolutely trying to make the Jackrabbits one-dimensional, which allows Mark to be so efficient with what he's doing in the pass game today. But they're doing a good job up front trying to see, see some of these gaps, though. Four wides, three left, one right. Johnson the back on second and 10. Gronowski blitzes on, swings it left side, incomplete for Amar Johnson. The blitz came off the left side from Jared Lloyd, the linebacker, and so Gronowski had to rush the throw out to the left flat, and Amar Johnson couldn't come up with it to set up third down. Just a little outside, I would have probably liked to see Amar Johnson put both hands up there, Tyler, because there was space to run as we were setting up that outside zone scheme. Uh, with the wide receivers there. Well, the Jacks converted third and eight a moment ago. Here's third and 10 at the Bears, 48. They lead it 21-3, 11-07, third quarter in Brookings. Davis in for Johnson. He's the back to Mark's right. Three wides left, one right. Gronowski to throw, blitzes on, has time, right numbers amid double coverage. Jackson Yankee had it in his hands, couldn't haul it in. He's asking for a flag as Avery Powell was draped all over him. Instead, the Jacks will punt. Good coverage downfield, but uh, that one might have been a little iffy, Tyler. I don't know if we've actually had a pass interference called on our Jack and our wide receivers all year. Well, when they're that physical, right, they're such big presence that it's tough to get that, those calls when they're so big. Hunter Dustman to punt for the first time today. Good height, end over end kick. Fair catch called for and made by Raylan Sharp at the Missouri State 10. There is a flag on the far sideline at the line of scrimmage, so we'll check this out. It is a punt of 38, should it stand. Marcel Kerr about to fill us in. Illegal formation, kicking team, five in the backfield, five-yard penalty, repeat, fourth down. All right, so the Jackrabbits. Did not have enough men on the line of scrimmage. So they'll do it again. 
and some confusion here on whether we are at a timeout or not. Our friends from TV went to timeout. So are we going to take it or not? I guess we are, so we'll step aside. 10.54 to play in the third, SDSU 21, Missouri State 3. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. With 10.54 to go here in the third quarter, South Dakota State leads Missouri State 21-3 here at Dana J. Dykow Stadium. Fans, make sure to subscribe to the Jackrabbit Sports Network podcast to hear the latest in SDSU athletics. You can hear weekly interviews, game replays, coaches' shows, and much more. Search Jackrabbits wherever you podcast and hit the subscribe button to unlock hours of weekly content. And wherever you compete, Winnie has Ritz. Perform at your best with DeKalb. South Dakota State will punt for the second time after that penalty. Hunter Dustman waits for it back at his own 32. Raylan Sharp, who has something else, is back at his own 14. Caden Olivier, the snap to Dustman, who gets it away. This more of a line drive kick. Dustman backs up. He'll catch it at his own seven and then gets swallowed up by a pair of Jackrabbits. Two men out there for the yellow and blue, Dante Johnson and Matthew Durantz. It's a punt of 40, no return. Missouri State would have had it at its own 10. Now it will have it at its own seven. The Jacks win despite the penalty. A low liner by Dustman, sometimes that's dangerous, but a great job by the punt coverage team. Young man, Dante Johnson, retro freshman. Good job by him on coverage. Missouri State, 304 passing yards a game, sixth best in the country. 91 yards through the air in the first half. Jordan Pichot in the gun, fakes a handoff, rolls near side, throws it deep left sideline. Raylan Sharp reaches out, makes the catch, and stumbled along the near sideline before finally getting hit out of bounds at the 38. What an athletic catch and run of 31 yards by Raylan Sharp, the third leading receiver yardage-wise in all of the FCS. And that's why he's the third-ranked wide receiver in pro football focus. That was quite the catch. From the 38 of Missouri State's first and 10. Turn and handoff, Jaden backs up the middle to the 40. This is a two-yard gain for Bex. He's a freshman. Missouri State's Jacardier Wright, who was on the verge of having back-to-back 700-yard -back rushing seasons. Bears hadn't had a 700-yard rusher in the decade before that. Wright suffered a horrific wrist and arm injury last week in the fourth quarter against UNI. The Bears are also without Jakari Moses, a seventh-year kid out of Florida, so they are short-handed in the run game. Second and eight, play fake. Pichot looking right, looking deep, throws down the seam, leaping grab Hunter Wood inside the 40, jukes past a defender, and barrels his way to the 31-yard line of South Dakota State, a 29-yard catch by Hunter Wood. Miscommunication in his own drop there between a rare one between Adam Bach and number 11, <coughs> Excuse me. Jason number, Freeman. Number 11, Jason Freeman, because they overlapped way too much creating that equal zone. 21-3 Jacks, 9-10 third quarter. Bears to the 31, backs quick hitter up the middle, inside the 30, jukes right inside the 20, still going inside the 10. He's run down from behind at the four-yard line of South Dakota State. Jaden Becks for 27 yards. You talk about the fit game and numbers. Jacks were outnumbered as Becks came straight up the middle. Yeah, and this is kind of shocking. The Jacks have only given up seven points in the third quarter all year. These Missouri State Bears are not going away, Tyler. In the Case IH red zone, first and goal just inside the five. Backs up the middle, and he gets brought down by Adam Bach, who dives in and brings him down just shy of the three. 
It's about a yard. We remind you to visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. 8.25 third quarter. Jacks 21, Bears 3. It's second and goal just inside the four. Wood and Sharp, two wides left. Key wide right. Tight end right is Mason. The back to the right of the quarterback, Pichot, is Jaden Betts. Motioning left to right is Sharp. It is a fake of a handoff. Pichot throws over the top, incomplete, to the tight end, Mason. That was a delayed fake of a handoff. He could have gone back to Sharp in the right flat or the tight end down the middle, and Pichot threw it over everybody. It's third and goal. A much better job by the Jackrabbit defense right there. Staying patient, doing your 111, and forcing that errant throw by Pichot to the back of the end zone. Good crowd on hand, making lots of noise. Third and goal at the Jacks four. Three wides right, tight end left. Pichot looks over his right shoulder to the east sideline and trying to talk to his offensive line. Play clock is inside of 10. They can barely hear it. Pichot backs up into the shotgun. Jacks four down lineman, Pichot rolling right. Pressure throws a ball to the far side. Diving Hunter Wood and he caught it. Touchdown Missouri State. Pichot had to throw that ball 20 plus yards in the air on a snap from the four yard line because of the pressure coming into his face from Cade Tervere, but he just did get rid of it. He jumped to do it, and then Wood fully extended on a dive, parallel to the goal line, two yards into the end zone, hauls in his fourth touchdown of the season. That was an impressive throw with a guy right in his face to the right corner of the end zone, Tyler. Man, they the Jackrabbit defense made him earn that one, though. That was an impressive drive by Missouri State. Three plays of over 20 yards to set him up. Extra point on its way, and the kick by Owen Rosance is good. Timeout, media. So your Northland Ford dealers drive summary, seven plays, 93 yards in two minutes and 49 seconds. And Missouri State within 11, 7.55 remains in the third quarter. Top ranked South Dakota State 21 and Missouri State 10. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Missouri State kicks off when you return. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 7.55 to go here in the third quarter. South Dakota State a 21-10 lead over Missouri State. The Bear is able to make it a, an 11-point game with a 93-yard touchdown drive. Working for the future of agriculture and those who want to be a part of it. Farm Credit Services of America. Agriculture works here. And before we get back to the action, let's pause 10 seconds to allow for station identification. This is South Dakota State football. This is WNAX Yankton. Go to myfordnow.com. MCY Ford is America's best-selling brand. Tyler Merriam, Mason Lyseth, Brett Bowen in the Hefty C broadcast booth. On the field, Alex Parker. Statistician Andrew Song, parabolic microphone operator Weston Van Eady from Dana J. Dykow Stadium in Brookings. The kickoff to the far sideline, short end over end. Amar Johnson on the run of the 10, left numbers 15, 20, 25, spun through, bounced off a tackle, broke another 30, and along the left sideline, finally out of bounds at the 32-yard line of Missouri State. So a return of 22 yards for Amar Johnson. Hefty brand 40 series corn is the first corn seed designed for high performance and soil temps as low as 40 degrees. 
Jackrabbits, a 21-3 halftime lead. Faced a pair of third and longs on the opening drive of the third quarter, converted the, third, the first, did not the second, had to punt at Missouri State. A seven-play, 93-yard touchdown march to come within 21-10. How do the yellow and blue respond in search of the first undefeated, untied season in program history? Gus Miller will snap it to Mark Gronowski, who gives to Isaiah Davis, darts around the left edge to the 34-35, and then gets held up and escorted out of bounds by P.J. Hall, the strong safety. Number two for Missouri State must sit one play because his helmet came off without a foul. It's Darian Smith who must come out. Three-yard gain for Davis. He now has 66 yards on 13 attempts. But again, as we've talked about a lot, Mason, Missouri State making it very difficult for the Jacks to run the football. Yeah, there was nine men in the box again when normally you'd see eight, maybe even seven in a situation like that on first down. So they are purposely trying to make the Jacks force the ball through the air. Davis and Amar Johnson both started wide out left. Now they come back into the backfield with Gronowski. On second and seven, it's a give to Amar Johnson up the middle to the 38, 39, gets spun down just across the 40. It'll set up third and about a yard and a half. Sterling Smithson, the Overland Park, Kansas native, a defensive tackle, making the stop on Johnson. Jax won't huddle. That's a quick snap here. Gronowski will go under center Gus Miller before Missouri State was ready. That was easy money for the yellow and blue. Gronowski straight up the middle for three yards and a first to kill to first down. The entire Missouri State defensive line wasn't even down yet. They were still standing up, walking to their spot when Gronowski snapped it. Good job, good ex execution by the Jackrabbit front five right there. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Coach Luan maybe goes to a little bit more up-tempo as the Bears are, are trying to get are late coming in with some of these play calls, depending on the down distance, also the personnel groupings for the Jackrabbits. 6.30, quarter number three. South Dakota State, a 21-10 lead, and the ball from their own 43. Three wides, two left, one right. Snap back, Gronowski, fake to Davis. He'll throw down the middle, hitting in stride. Graham going down the middle, 45-40, and he's to the Bear 38-yard line. A flag from the far sideline. We'll check it out. It would be 21 yards to Goring if it stands. Offside, defense, number 22. Coach is declined. Result of play, first down. Graham Goring, who had that long catch against Montana State on the game-winning drive in week two. Makes game just clock his 10th catch of the year. Please set the game clock to six minutes, 16 seconds. 6 one six. Gronowski was 9 of 10 in the first six, half. 6-1-6. He is 3 of 7 in this half. 243 yards in all for Gronowski. Thank you. Thank you. Jacks 21, Bears 10. 6-16 is the time, in case you were wondering in the third. Three wides left and two to the right. Gronowski to throw. Pump fake left, looking right. Rolls out of the pocket. He'll run right numbers 40. Stumbling 35, then he's out of bounds at the 34-yard line. As he faked a pass, he kind of crossed his feet up and stumbled, but was able to keep his footing and gain six yards before getting out of bounds on the near boundary. The focus again for the, by these Bears is not, not letting anybody downfield. They're bracketing the Yankees. They're bracketing Hines on certain plays. Lots of running room for Mark if he wants to tuck and run for some of these. Play number seven of this drive. Jacks at the 34 of the Bears. Second down and four. 
Two wides, both left. Double tights right. Gronowski to throw. Pump fake left. Looking. He'll throw it deep. Left sideline for Jackson Yonke. Just over his outstretched hands on a dive. We saw Jaden make a heck of a diving catch in the first half. Jackson tried to match his twin brother and just couldn't quite reach out far enough. Good coverage downfield. Maybe a little bit of a tug again at the end right there. Good effort, though. Lamondre Joe, the corner, had man-to-man -man coverage. Third and four, Jacks on third downs today are two out of five for the year, 57%. Isaiah Davis behind Mark Gronowski, pistol formation, four down lineman for the Bears. Gus Miller snaps it, letter high, hand to Davis, starts left, cuts right, and he'll spin his way inside the 32 to the 31, but he needed the 30. So Davis gets three on third and four, and the Jacks are a yard shy of the sticks. 5-10, clock running, third quarter. SDSU 21, Missouri State 10. And the Jacks are huddling here on fourth and one. They've converted once on fourth down today. They are six of eight on the year. Two wides left, two wides right. Hines wing back left. Gronowski now runs under center Gus Miller and lunges forward. Hines a late shove. It didn't matter anyhow. Gronowski had it. It's a first Dakota first down and a gain of two. And so South Dakota State, another fourth down conversion. They maintain possession, leading 21 to 10, 435, and the clock runs in period number three. Similar to Jason Kelsey from the Eagles, that is not an easy thing to do what Gus Miller is doing. Snapping the ball, he had a guy head up on him and getting that drive and that push. That's why he's the number one rated tenor of all of college football, Tyler. Yeah, FBS or FCS, what Miller's done, the fourth year junior out of Brookings, remarkable. At the Bear 29, first and 10. Gronowski swings it left side, Jaden Yonke, left numbers 25, inside the 20, using Jackson, his twin brother, as a lead blocker to the 19-yard line of Missouri State. It appears he just did get enough to move the chains. It's a first Dakota first down and a gain of 10. Easy, easy pitch and catch for Mark to Jaden Yonke out to the edge. But again, those plays are set up by the downfield blocking of other Jack Wright wide receivers. That makes those five-yard normal gains into a 10-yard first down for us. Jacks are the Case IH Red Zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Tenth play of the drive. Jacks have traveled 49 yards already from the Bear 19. Amar Johnson behind the QB, Gronowski will take the handoff, running left behind the lead block of Mike Morgan to the 16, make that the 17-yard line. So it's a two-yard gain for Amar Johnson, setting up a second down and eight. This is the response, Alex, the Jacks needed, a methodical drive to really take back control of the game. Well, you know, we've, we've gotten accustomed to seeing the Jacks just continue to drive down, but, you know, Missouri State's making it tough, right? Like Mason said, they're loading up the box with seven, eight, nine guys at times and the Jacks still continue to perform, whether it's the offensive line or just getting those quick passes out. Uh, but overall, just being able to see how methodical drive is nice to see, especially right now in the back half of the game. 21-10, Jacks the lead, under three minutes left, third quarter at the 17, second and eight. Gronowski to throw, looking right, looking right, goes to the back of the end zone, incomplete for Jackson Yonke. Multiple flags come out. LaMondre Joe had the coverage. Yonke had his face looking back at Gronowski. Joe had his back to the QB and never saw the ball coming, which played a role in this flag on the cornerback. Referee Marcel Kerr. Pass interference, defense, number 22. Ball will be placed at the two-yard line. Automatic first down. 
15-yard penalty, first and goal, yellow and blue. Missouri State flagged for the seventh time today for 50 yards. So on the left hash, ball rests at the two-yard strike. Amar Johnson behind Mark Gronowski. One wide out, it's Goring to the left. Three tight ends aligned to the right. Now Gronowski motions out of the backfield. Snap Amar Johnson looking for real estate. Cutting right, cutting left, lunging for the goal line, and he's in! Touch down, Jackrabbits! Pride of the Dakota's marching band playing the school song under the guidance of Mason McCormick. I don't know if any of them saw him, but he was trying to lead the group. Dr. Kevin Kessler, of course, the one actually doing it. Amar Johnson didn't come up with that snap cleanly. He juggled it some. It was up around his helmet. He bobbled it down to his waist, but secured it, and then just weaved and juked and finally found Pater. Caden Olivier will snap it. John Bell will place it. And the PAT from Hunter Dustman is up. And it is good. And South Dakota State has a 28-10 lead with 2.40 remaining in the third quarter. The Jackrabbit touchdown, Amar Johnson's two-yard run. It's his fourth of the season and 14th of his Jackrabbit career. It's powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary, SDSU goes 11 plays, 68 yards in five minutes and 15 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. This kickoff by Hunter Dustman to be presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. So Dustman approaching the football and his left to right kick. Good height, end over end, and lands six yards into the end zone for a touchback. Well, that's been the thing with this Jackrabbit team. There's been times this year they've been pushed a little bit, how they responded. The Bears score, it's an 11-point game. What a response there by Jimmy Rogers' team on offense. Just down, methodical, just after it, just play after play, executing at a high level. That's what the Jackrabbits needed right there. Make this back to a three-possession game, Tyler. Let's see if the defense can respond here again. They've only given up previously seven points ever this year in the third quarter, and the, the Bears marched right down this last possession. Yeah, just the second time this season the Jacks have given up points in the quarter. Illinois State in its opening drive of the third, now Missouri State. Pichot fake of a handoff, rolling right, and he gets shoved out of bounds by Savion Williamson after a two-yard gain on the RPO of which the quarterback kept to the 27-yard line of Missouri State. 2.30, third quarter. Top ranked South Dakota State 28, Missouri State 10. Bears are four and six. Well, they've won three of their last five and coming off a win a week ago against nationally ranked UNI, ending the Panthers' hopes of a possible top eight seed. Pashota throw, right side, juggled and dropped. 
by Jaden Becks, the running back out of the backfield. He bobbled it twice, and the ball ended up on the sideline, as did Becks in front of the Missouri State bench. It'll be third and eight. Bears going to a little bit more up-tempo offense here again to start, and they're doing a lot more quick passes. I think uh, some of the Jackrabbit front four pressure has kind of changed some of their play calling here into the third. Third and eight Bears. They are four of nine on third downs today. Empty set for Pichot with five wides, three left, two right. Jack's three down linemen, and it's Hicks, Williams, and Tervier. Snap back Pichot. He'll step up. Stepping up, throwing across the middle. The catch is made, ball. and the ball is jarred free by Isaiah Stalbert out of Jamari A. Robinson's hands. And let's see where he fumbled the ball. He was near the sticks, then the ball went forward about five yards and went out of bounds. If he had the first down before he fumbled, it is a first down. They are going to mark it where? They started to mark it at the 34, now they mark 35. So he got just enough for the first down before he fumbled the ball. They could go back and review this, and now play is being stopped, and I think rightfully so. You cannot fumble the ball forward out of bounds and get credit for those extra yards. So it's wherever Robinson had possession of the football when he fumbled, that is where this ball should be spotted. And he's close to the 35. I don't know if he was quite there when the ball was stripped free. Now they have moved it back to the 34, and if that's the case, this is fourth down. The ball carrier fumbled the ball at the 34-yard line, one yard short of the line to gain. It is fourth down with one yard to go. And kudos to the officiating crew for getting together and sorting that out. Because the umpire almost marked it at the 34, then moved it to the 35, now moved it back. And what a play by Isaiah Stalberg there again. One-on-one -on -one coverage going across the field. He didn't just even try to tackle him. He was going for the ball the entire way. Good job setting up fourth and short here. Let's see what the Jackrabbit defense can hold him. 140, third quarter. Fourth and less than one. Pichelle is under center, and before he snapped it, you could barely hear it, but there were whistles. The timeout's been called for. Timeout. Missouri State. That is their second charge timeout of the second half. This will be a 30-second timeout. So a 30-second timeout. What's also interesting is that our replay communicator on the field has now come onto the field. And usually that's only when a review is ongoing. We have 126 left in the third quarter. It's South Dakota State 28, Missouri State 10. Great crowd today. First time since the opener, it wasn't a sellout. But uh, at over 15,000 tickets out, we haven't seen the number yet. The energy's been great. And the Jacks. Trying to finish off the Bears. Missouri State fourth and one at its own 34. Pachelle under center, one wide right. Here's an eye formation. Double tights, they shift from left to right. Pachelle, it's a toss. Selden Manning running right, first down and more 40. Midfield, right seam 40. Cuts left 35 and diving Dyshawn Gales to save a touchdown at the 34 of South Dakota State. 32 yards for Selden Manning on the toss right. And if it isn't for the effort of Gales from the backside, that's a bear touchdown. 
almost a stop there. Just missed the tackle right at the line of scrimmage there, Tyler, but reflected in a long gain here. Final minute, third quarter. It's 28-10 SDSU. Pichot out of the gun. Down the right seam. Reception made by the tight end, Lance Mason, who was hit down by three Jackrabbits, Williamson, Freeman, and a herder at the 25 of SDSU. It's a nine-yard pickup. The Bear offense which was somewhat in hibernation during the first half, has been roaring in the second half. A yard to gain, three wides, two left, one right. Selden Manning, who had the long run of 32 a moment ago, is behind the quarterback, Jordan Pichelle. Pichelle will give it to Manning around the right edge, first down, bounced off a tackle and spun his way close to the 19-yard line. Diving tackle by Kale Reeder, the safety. Pickup of six, it's a first down, and it will take us to the end of the third quarter. On the Dakota Bank scoreboard, after 45 minutes of play, top-ranked South Dakota State 28, Missouri State 10. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Start of the fourth quarter from Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium. Our score, South Dakota State 28 and Missouri State 10. Peterson Farm Seed does everything it takes to help farmers raise more bushels. They are that kind of seed company. So if you're that kind of farmer, give them a call or visit petersonfarmseed.com. You can make the outdoors your office by being an intern, seasonal, or volunteer with South Dakota Game Fish and Parks. Visit gfp.sd.gov for more information on positions. I'm going to sell that one, Parker. You know what? This summer times, maybe, but they're looking for seasonal even in the winter, I'm sure. Inside the Hefty Seed broadcast booth with Mason Lyseth and Brett Bowen and Alex Parker down on the field. I'm Tyler Merriam as we start the fourth quarter, 28-10. Jackson front of the Bears. On a serious note, though, Alex, Dallas Beanham got caught up in some friendly fire earlier on in the third quarter, and you have an update for us. Certainly, and he is in street clothes. It looked like, like you said, friendly fire on some crossing routes, and he was one of the uh, recipients maybe on that kind of head-to-head collision. Doesn't look like necessarily walking uh, with an ankle injury or lower, lower half injury, but certainly could be just from that head-to-head contact that happened uh, earlier in the third quarter. Well, Missouri State with 149 yards in the third quarter after amassing only 109 in the entire first half. Matter of fact, Missouri State had 18 rushing yards at halftime. They have had rushes of 27 and 32 in the third quarter. Isaiah Davis, 13 rushes, 69 yards. Mark Gronowski's thrown for 253. Jaden Yonke, eight receptions for 140 yards. Total yards right now, Jacks 376, Bears 258 as we open the fourth. South Dakota State a 28-10 lead. The Bears are in the Case IH red zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Bears in the black helmets, white tops, black pants. Heading towards the south end zone, the pride of the Dakotas in the student section. At the 19 of SDSU, it's a first and 10 for Jordan Pichot. Selden Manning, the running back, takes the handoff. It's a reverse to Raylan Sharp, and Sharp will lose significant yardage. Caden Johnson makes the tackle in the backfield. You talk about blowing up a trick play. That's exactly what SDSU did. One might say, boom goes the dynamite for a loss of seven. And it was all four of the Jackrabbit defensive linemen was back there. It wasn't just one guy. The vertical penetration was unbelievable. Unbelievable by the front four right there. Ryan Williams was the first man straight back. 
and forced Sharp into Keita Johnson's hands. On second and 17, Pachelle a bullet near side, incomplete. Jason Freeman dove and knocked it away from Jamari A. Robinson, the intended wideout to set up third down and long. Just one of those days for the Jackrabbits where that was probably the sixth ball that could have been picked off in and out of the hands of the Jackrabbit defenders. 14-22 remains. Missouri State at the Jackrabbit 26. Third and 17. They must reach the SDSU 9. Two wides left, two more to the right. Just three down linemen for the Jacks. Pashoa deep drop, wants to throw, steps up, hit as he threw by Trevere, but he completes it anyhow. Manning, the running back, makes the catch. Box sidewinds him down with help from Freeman at the 16. It's a pickup of 10. I don't know how he completed it. It's fourth and seven. It is unbelievable what some of these plays at the Missouri State Bears are converting, especially number two, Pashoa. He's got pressure all over him, and he's still making some of these plays. Impressive by that young man from the Missouri State Bears today. Tenth play of the drive. It's fourth down and seven Bears. 13.45 to play. Jack's a 28-10 lead. Missouri State must convert this to stay in the game. Four wides for Jordan Pichot. Sharp motions right to left. Jack's rush three. Pichot, quick throw left side. It's incomplete and nearly intercepted by Tucker Large. It's an incomplete pass, which is the most important thing for the Jacks, but Large had it in his hands. If Large is playing on offense, he would have had two pick sixes. We see why he's on defense. He dropped another one. <laughs> Again, I think he had daydreams of the, the crowd erupting as he sprints to the end zone because that's seven or eight now, Tyler, that absolutely should have been picked by the Jackrabbit defense. I'm sure Jimmy Rogers is going to have some words um, and film this next week on some of these converting and making the play, as he would call it. 13-33 remains, South Dakota State 28, Missouri State 10, and guess what, that's another red zone trip the opponents don't score in. Remarkable. One wide either side, Davis behind Gronowski at a pistol. Isaiah Davis takes the handoff, running left, cut right, let a man go by him across the 20, out across the 25-yard line. That's nine yards for Isaiah Davis. Let me just revisit that point. Missouri State is 2 of 4 in red zone trips. Youngstown State was 0 of 3 last week. So five of the last seven times an opponent has reached the red zone, they have not scored against the Jackrabbit defense. Literally a bend but not break, and that is an impressive stat, Tyler, regardless of what level of fo football you're playing. 13 minutes left. It's 28-10 SDSU. Jacks a second and one. Again, Johnson and Davis start wide left. Now they rejoin Gronowski in the backfield. Gradowski will hand it to Davis, starts right, cuts left up the middle for two yards and a first Dakota first down to his own 27. As the Jacks try to bleed some clock here, 12.40, and she runs in the fourth. Out of 21 personnel, when you got Amar Johnson and Isaiah Davis in the backfield like that, anytime you're running a read zone option, you're freezing those linebackers, causing them to be one step slow, easy first down conversion for the Jackrabbits. 12-20 remains. Jacks first and 10 at their own 27. A receiver to either side. Gronowski fake to Davis. A deep drop all day to throw. Deep down the middle of the field in double coverage. Jaden Yonke mugged, and that will earn you a flag every time. And Jaden hobbles a little bit. There were two Missouri State defenders there, and one put his hand on the front of the number one of Yonke and then shoved him down. It was an obvious pass interference. Pass interference, defense, number 29, 15-yard penalty. 
Automatic first down. Avery Powell is the man who is flagged. Missouri State's eighth penalty for 65 yards today. Jacks at their own 42 with a first and 10 now. 12.06 remaining, Jacks 28, Bears 10. Two wides left and one to the right. Gronowski, Davis on his left hip. Takes the shotgun snap, gives to Davis, running right to the 45, cuts left, and he'll reach the 47 of his own. Five-yard gain for Isaiah Davis. South Dakota State trying to become undefeated and untied for the first time ever in the regular season in program history and earn a number one seed in the FCS playoffs for the third time in the last four. Missouri State looking to win four of its last six, but the Bears are in some trouble here. Two wides left, back to either side of Gronowski at second and five, SDSU in its own 47. Amar Johnson up the middle midfield to the 45 and diving to save a touchdown. Bonnie Young, the Missouri State linebacker at the 42 of the Bears. Call it a gain of 11 and a first Dakota first down for Amar Johnson. That's now 45 yards on 10 carries. And right back to the 21 personnel, making those linebackers make the tough decision on where your eyes go, but a perfect block at the next level by number 50, Gus Miller, sealing that off for an easy first down pickup for the Jackrabbits. 10.53 and the clock running in the fourth. SDSU 28, Missouri State 10. Five wides, three right, two left. Gronowski. Waiting on the Gus Miller shotgun snap. Bears blitz, Gronowski flushed left, gets away from a man and simply throws it away down the near side. Just wanted to get rid of that football. To avoid a sack, it'll be second down. It's also good to see Jaden Yonke back on the field after he got up a little slow following that pass interference penalty a couple of snaps back. Looked like a little bit of a miscommunication there on the blitz last play, Tyler, that normally they'd be shifting that to the play side uh, and mark smart play by just throwing away and not forcing an issue. Second and 10 at the 42-yard line is the entire field in shadow now. Snap to Gronowski, give to Davis, evades a blitzer, then ran up the middle and got wrestled to the turf. Giles Toshio, the redshirt freshman out of Alpharetta, Georgia. Defensive tackle brings down Davis, calling a loss of one to the 43 of Missouri State, this third and 11. It's not necessarily that the 605 Hogs aren't playing at a high level today, Tyler. It's just the Missouri State Bears are literally sending gas almost every single play on some of these. I mean, you had the, the strong safety coming down, and all three linebackers were shooting gaps. At the, at the place now. Four wides, two either side. Amar Johnson to Gronowski's left on third and 11. A three-step drop. Gronowski backpedals, rolling to the left, looking, looking, evades a sack and simply ran out of bounds, so it will actually be a sack. Back at the 49, it appears. So a loss of six, and the Jacks will punt. And again, you're going to look at this thing. If SDSU does indeed hang on to win, Head coach Jimmy Rogers and his staff will have a lot of things to talk with this team about. This has not been the cleanest performance by the Jacks today. No, a uh, couple miss miss blocks there up front and miscommunication on the back end results in a sack. So 
Yeah, a lot going on here. Hunter Dustman's first punt was 47 yards. This end over end with a lot of height. Raylan Sharp, a fair catch called for and made just outside of his own 10-yard line, so a 38-yard punt and a timeout on the field. 9.20 remains. Top-ranked South Dakota State with a 28-10 lead over Missouri State, and this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 9.20 to go in the fourth quarter from Dana J. Dykow Stadium, South Dakota State, a 28-10 lead over Missouri State here on Senior Day. Everyday style is easy with favorite looks for every day, from harvest and home games to date nights and catching flights. Find price right picks for any and every occasion. Make sure to shop your local Kohl's and Kohl's.com today. Sanford Health, the exclusive sports medicine provider for the Jackrabbits. He is Alex Parker on the field with Mason Lyseth and Brett Bowen in the Hefty C broadcast booth. I'm Tyler Miriam, Hefty brand 40 series corn. It's the first corn seed designed for high performance and soil temps as low as 40 degrees. The rest of our crew features statistician Andrew Song and our sound man on the field, the master of the parabolic microphone, Weston Van Eady. Our network producer, Jerry Oster, back at our flagship 570 WNAX studios. And thanks to all of the engineers throughout the network, making Jackrabbit football possible throughout this great state and the region. Missouri State begins at its own 11. First and 10. Jordan Pichot out of the shotgun. A handoff to Jaden Bex. Nothing doing to the right side. He started to cut left, realized nothing was there, ran back to the right, and gets stood up in the backfield for a loss of one. You talk about having nowhere to go. I mean, Alex, there was nothing Missouri State could do there. Well, I mean, you just got to continue to give credit to that defensive line. I mean, they're just making dents in the holes. And uh, from an offensive perspective, I mean, you cannot get anything going. So, again, credit to that defensive line just continuously beating down this offensive line from Missouri State. Missouri State 260 yards, 149 of it in the third quarter. show to throw out of the gun, him in a three-man rush, crossing route over the middle to Wood, and a great tackle by Dyshawn Gales, diving to upend Wood at the 15-yard line. Pick up a five, it'll be third down and close to seven. A dangerous crossing route right there, and Dyshawn Gales, one of the most physical corners in the FCS, makes sure that he's going to clean that up. Bears are 44% on third downs for the year, 4 of 11 today. They need to get just across the 21. The ball is marked at the 15, third and six. Jacks rush three. Pichot to the left side. Tucker Large bats the pass away from Raylan Sharp. And at the end of the play, a flag is thrown. It was an incomplete pass. It landed on the turf. Sharp looked up at the official, held both hands up, made eye contact. Then the official nodded, reached into his pocket, pulled out the flag, and threw it at the feet of Raylan Sharp. Now there is a conference of four officials about the situation. And Marcel Kerr, our referee, will fill us in. We believe. Holding, defense, number one, 10-yard penalty, automatic first down. Holding indicates it was earlier in the play, which makes how late that flag was thrown even more egregious. It might very well have been a penalty, but the circumstances on how and when that flag was thrown made things look suspect, shall we say. That was, that was tough. 8-13 fourth quarter, SDSU 28, Missouri State 10. From the 25, first and 10, play fake. Pichot rolls near side, dumps it off to the tight end, leaping over a tackle attempt of Gales. And then Caleb Fransel hits out of bounds, Lance Mason. The tight end out to the 31 for a six-yard gain. Eight minutes left, South Dakota State 28 and Missouri State 10. 
Don't forget, when this game is over, our first Dakota National Bank postgame show, Jason Freeman, Isaiah Davis, and the head coach, Jimmy Rogers, will join us. And we'll have an extended postgame, taking a look at the FCS playoffs. Three wides, two left, one right on second down and six. Jordan Pichelle will hand the ball off to Jaden Becks, and what a hit in the backfield by Savion Williamson. Back at the 27-yard line, it's a loss of four. Williamson was almost there in time to take the handoff from Pichelle. What a play. When you have Spalding, that was kind of triggering as well. They saw the play and what was happening, but Pichelle still didn't make an adjustment and tried to run right into the gauntlet. Third and eight, Missouri State between the hashes. Just shy of its own 27, it needs the 35. Four wides, two left, two right. Three linemen come for SDSU. Pichelle hit as he throws, and nobody near the pass. Out of bounds on the near sideline. Let us confirm, and there are no flags. So it'll be fourth down, and SDSU has forced a punt. Brian Williamson is absolutely beating their center and guards like a drum. He was there within a second and right in Pichot's face. Great job by number 92. Grant Burkett, three punts, a 50.7-yard average today. The two-time All-American who hails from Joplin, Missouri. Same hometown as Isaiah Davis. This is another boomer. What spiral he gets on these. Tucker Large at his own 28, runs left to the 30, bangs into his own man, then gets hit down at the 30. Large got up, hopping mad. Dayton McGoy taps him on the back and says, Time my out. bad. Media. 44-yard punt, two on the return by Large. 6.49 remaining in Brookings. Top-ranked SDSU with a 28-10 lead over Missouri State. And this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 6.49 to play from Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium. South Dakota State, a 28-10 lead over Missouri State with the football. Isn't it about time we get back into rhythm with nature? Poet is working in sync with the earth to produce innovative and sustainable plant-based solutions that are changing the world. Visit Poet.com and you can get back into rhythm with nature with Poet. You can listen to, the, to our broadcast on the Varsity Network app, available for both Apple and Android users. Live or on demand, catch the Jackrabbits anytime on the Varsity Network app. So South Dakota State begins at its own 30. Jacks with 6.49 to play, trying to wrap up the number one overall seed and finish an undefeated regular season. And add to the win streak. It'll be 25 in a row. Fourth longest at FCS history. Two wides right, double tights left. Blitzes on, Gronowski gets rid of it to Jaden Yonke, makes the catch, stumbles, breaks the tackle, cutting left 35, cuts past another across the 40, out to the 41-yard line, 11 yards, and a first Dakota first down. Gronowski barely got rid of it. Jaden should have been down for a loss. Instead, it's 11 and a first Dakota first down. And his brother blocking out on the edge, allowed him to get some space, make a move, make another move, and then make another move, Tyler, for a 10-yard pitch and catch. Jacks are in no hurry, 6.20 and the clock running. Double tights right, two wides left. Angel Johnson behind Gronowski in the pistol. Here is Angel Johnson running left and he won't get back to the line of scrimmage. Missouri State has really made the Jacks work running the football. That's 36 rushes for 144 yards, just four yards an attempt. The Jacks have been averaging six and seven yards per attempt many times this season. And again, these linebackers are sitting at two, 
two and a half yards, they are basically forcing SDSU to want to throw the ball. And these linebacker steps every single play is basically downhill. So it's it's tough to run the ball when you're like that, but the Jacks are running efficiently, and, and Mark is doing a very good job passing the ball downfield. Two wides left, two wides right. Angel Johnson to Granowski's right on second and a long 10. One-step drop. Granowski now backpedals, looking, looking. He'll dump it off right side flat. It's Angel Johnson, 45 midfield, right sideline, 45-40, as he turned on the afterburners, and he's finally shoved out of bounds at the 36-yard line of Missouri State. That's 23 yards and a first Dakota first down to Angel Johnson. Miscommunication by the Missouri State Bears there. There wasn't a, a defender within 25 yards of Angel Johnson when he caught that ball. And with his speed, was able to pick up 23 quick ones. Five minutes remain, 28-10, South Dakota State leading Missouri State. The two Yankees wide right. Morgan behind Hines, tight ends left. Angel Johnson, the back behind Gronowski. He will take a handoff, flea flicker back to Gronowski, has a man wide open down the right seam. It's Jaden Yonke who makes a leaping grab in the end zone. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Number 29 from Missouri State must sit one play because his helmet came off without a foul. You know what's remarkable? I said he had a man wide open and he did. And it was Jackson Yonke. Jaden Yonke wasn't quite as wide open, but it didn't really matter, did it? He had his pick, he had his pick of the twins right there. It was one or the other. Great ball, great catch in midair. Touchdown for the Jackrabbits here. And let's be honest, there isn't a wrong decision when there's a Yonke. Nope. One or the other. The extra point coming. Caden Olivier will snap it to John Bell. Hunter Dustman will kick it. And it is on the top of the Stigelmeyer Family Student Athlete Center. And here, Dr. Kevin Kessler conducting the pride of the Dakotas marching band. The 36-yard touchdown pass from Mark Gronowski to Jaden Yonke. And it is Jaden's second touchdown reception of the day. We'll confirm that with 4.38 remaining. That 36-yarder caps a four-play 70-yard drive. The Jackrabbit touchdown powered by Prostralo oh Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive summary, four plays, 70 yards in two minutes and 11 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. It's Jaden's first receiving touchdown of the day, 28th of his career. He's tied with Kay Johnson for the third most in program history. 4.38 left, SDSU 35, Missouri State 10. This is Jackrabbit football for Blairfield. 4.38 to play here from Dana J. Dyko Stadium, South Dakota State, a 35-10 lead over Missouri State here in the regular season finale. Isn't it about time we got back into rhythm with nature? Poet is working in sync with the earth to produce innovative and sustainable plant-based solutions that are changing the world. Visit poet.com and you can get back into rhythm with nature with Poet. The kickoff by Hunter Dustman into the end zone for a touchback. Media. And with that, we'll take a timeout. 4.38 remains in Brookings. South Dakota State 35, Missouri State 10. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to Dana J. Dykow Stadium, 4.38 to play here in the fourth quarter. South Dakota State a 35-10 lead at home over Missouri State. Fans, the Jackrabbit app 
app is your home for all things SDSU athletics. You can access your ticket account, earn rewards from local businesses, in-game updates, and live audio and video. Go visit, or visit gojacks.com app and download the Jackrabbit app on your mobile device today. South Dakota State putting the finishing touches on an undefeated regular season. They lost the opener last season at Iowa 7-3, which is considered a high-scoring affair in Hawkeye gridiron annals. But they haven't lost since. Working on number 25 in a row are the Jacks. They lead 35-10, 4.38 remains. Jordan Pichot remains the quarterback for the Bears. It's a jet sweep. Left to right comes Raylan Sharp, and he'll spin into the arms of Dayton McGoy at the 28-yard line for a three-yard game. So 4.30 in the clock runs. Isaiah Davis, Jason Freeman, Jimmy Rogers will be our guests on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show, and we'll have a little extra time at the end of the broadcast of which the four of us will discuss what's going on in the FCS playoffs and make sure you're fully up to date. Second and seven, a play fake. Swing it left side, does Pichot to Sharp. In space, makes a man miss, spins through another, and then got planted by Graham Spaulding, but he picks up a first down to the 35. So a gain of about seven. Bears move the chains, 355 remains. And it looks like all the backups are in for the SCSU defense right now, Tyler. It would be good for them to obviously get some more live game reps, but also hold Missouri State here to 10 points to end this game. Randy Camonier, who just made his return last week, one of the defensive ends, as Pichot drops to throw, throws left seam, catches made by the tight end Mason, and he gets banged to the turf by a combination of Matthew Durant and Graham Spalding. Jack sending some new bodies up front. Max Balloon joins Ryan Van Morrow at the defensive tackle position. The defensive ends are Dawson Ripperda. And also out there for SDSU on the front line is Logan Green. Handoff, running left, Jaden Bex. He evades one tackle, runs left sideline, picks up a first down to the 48. It's a gain of about six. Cullen McShane was there at linebacker for SDSU. Jalen B. Lee is in a corner. Durant, Dante Johnson, the safeties. Jackson, a lot of guys work here. 2.49 clock running, it's 35-10. Missouri State trailing South Dakota State. Three wides right. Jordan Pichel, today 20 of 31 for 209 yards. Fakes a handoff, drops to throw, steps up, down the middle of the field, sharp dove and couldn't come up with it. Incomplete pass. This is a Bears team averaging 304 passing yards a game. And with 228 remaining, they have just 209. And again, that was the, the pressure from the front four of the Jackrabbits defensive line there because number six was streaking wide open on a deep zone coverage by the Jacks, just missed the overlap, uh, causing that errant throw to make it a second and long. 15,637 the crowd today. 15,637. Second and 10, Bears from their own 48. Pichot, left side, reception made, turning up field, breaking one tackle, Jamari A. Robinson to the 45 of the Jacks. Seven-yard pickup, third and three. All six games this year in the regular season, attended by at least 15,000 fans. The Jacks over 100,000 for the second time ever and the first time in the regular year. So Jack Rabbit Nation, kudos to you. Third and three at the 45 of SDSU. 
Pichelle wants to throw over the middle. Reception made by Sharp in front of the linebacker, McGoy. Five-yard gain on third and three. First down, Missouri State. With a minute 50 to play, the clock stops. Game clock operator, please reset the game clock to one minute 53 seconds. One, five, three. And in the final two minutes, we revert back to the rules that used to be in place for all 60 minutes, where on first downs, the clock stops immediately until they're ready for play. Now we're back in motion, 148 and running. One wide left, one wide to the right. Pichelle out of the gun, four-man rush with time. Taking a shot down the left sideline. Hunter Wood, the over-the-shoulder catch, diving inside the five, and he's being ruled into the end zone. Touchdown, Missouri State. A delayed signal, but Hunter Wood has a touchdown. His second of the day, fifth of the year for Missouri State. A great throw deep left side by Jordan Pichelle. I don't know if he quite got in, but I also don't know if there's an angle to confirm he didn't get in. And that's something that some young young guys are susceptible to is he gave a deep shoulder fake trying to bait that safety over. Jalen B. Lee kind of bit on it, got him over the top. So again, what we talked about earlier, Coach Rogers is gonna have a lot of film to cover with some of these younger guys, which is good for the Jackrabbits in the long run. It's a 40 yard Pichot to Wood touchdown toss, the extra point by Owen Rosance is between the uprights with 1.33 remaining. South Dakota State 35, Missouri State 17. The Northland Ford Dealers drive summary, eight plays, 75 yards in three minutes and five seconds. Go further with the fuel efficient full lineup before cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself by logging on to buyfordnow.com or checking out your local Northland Ford dealer. One thirty-four to play, 35-17 SDSU. Mark Gronowski, by the way, with his 323 yards. That is a new career high. He went for 295 last week. Then he goes for 323 today. It's his third 300-yard passing game of his career. And it's a new career high. Another big day for Jaden Yonke. He finishes 10 catches, 187 yards. Matter of fact, he's now tied with Glenn Fox for eighth in school history and Jerron Harris. It's a three-way tie. They all have 152 career catches. 35-17, Jacks lead at 134 remaining in an onside kick attempt coming up from Spencer Gross. Gross has the ball lined up inside of the right hash of the 35. There are six bears on the left side and before the kick could occur, timeout SDSU. Timeout. South Dakota State. That is their first charge timeout of the second half. This will be a 13 second timeout. Well, if the Jacks recover the kick, they'll put a knee to it a couple of times, that'll be ball game. Missouri State with a recovery would still need to score three times in a minute 34. It's been interesting to follow Missouri State all that level of expectation a year ago when the Jacks went there for the conference opener. They handled them. The Bears went into a tailspin. Bobby Petrino, the head coach, leaves. Ryan Beard, who is his son-in-law, and then Bobby Petrino's son have remained. Beard's the head coach, his son the offensive coordinator. And 
the Bears got off to a poor start this season, went just one and four out of the gates. They'd won three of their last five coming into today. But they'll have back-to-back -back losing seasons in Springfield. Gross's kick at onsider, one bounce, then Davis able to jump on it. Isaiah Davis wraps things up for SDSU with that recovery. Eight yards beyond where the ball was kicked. So with a 134 remaining, the Jacks are about to put the finishing touches on a historic season here in Brookings. Although Jimmy Rogers and his squad would all line up to tell you that uh, things are just getting started as far as their goals and expectations are concerned. Chase Mason will be the quarterback. Angel Johnson to his right. There's three wides, two left, one right. So Mason will take a shotgun snap here. He will run up the middle, cut right inside the 40, and dive to about the 38-yard line. So Mason for five yards. And the clock running with 30 on the play clock and a minute 20 remaining. Jacks will run this down. Snap it, and then that should be all she wrote. One minute left. It's 35-17 SDSU. A receiver either side, Angel Johnson behind Mason in the pistol. Snap to Mason. He'll give it to Angel Johnson, and he gets held up in the backfield two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Let's see when they set things. Okay, the Jacks have to snap it one more time. There is a four-second differential between game and play clock. Jacks had seven tackles for a loss today, two quarterback sacks. Twenty seconds left. This should be the final snap. A couple of wideouts to the left, two tights to the left. Angel Johnson to Mason's left. Mason will keep up the middle to the 36, 35. Still going is the pile to the 33-yard line. It'll be a first to go to first down. The clock stops with one second. They'll have to reset the ball. And then this will officially be over. What a historic regular season it has been for South Dakota State. For the first time ever, the Jacks are unbeaten and untied during the regular year and they clinch an undefeated season and the number one seed in the FCS playoffs with a 35-17 victory over Missouri State. The first Dakota National Bay postgame show from Dana J. Dykow Stadium is coming up in just a moment. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Tyler Merriam back with you high atop Dana J. Dykow Stadium in Brookings as South Dakota State a victor today, 35-17, as the Jackrabbits able to come uh, with an undefeated regular season. And we know, Jimmy, that you're not hearing things right now, so give us a moment here. We're getting things situated back up here. All right, there we go. A switch of batteries is all we need sometimes during the first Dakota National Bay postgame show. Jimmy, you back with me? I got gotcha. you. All right, sorry about that. Sometimes things happen on live radio. Well, Jimmy, let's begin with this. 
the first time in 125 seasons of South Dakota State football, the Jacks have ended a regular season undefeated and untied. This certainly has been an historic season. Congratulations to you, your staff, your players. Uh, what an unbelievable accomplishment this has been. Yeah, it's been a special season, and uh, we're going to enter a new season here in, in two weeks, and um, I'm proud of this group, but we didn't set out to be uh, conference champs. We came out you know, with this whole group coming back, we set out to be national champs, and uh, it's going to be one game at a time, and we'll reset our focus here in two weeks, but they're going to enjoy this one tonight. Yeah, I know you want to reset your focus, but what can you say about what this team has done during the course of the 11-game schedule? Yeah, I think uh, they've blocked out the outside noise. You know, uh, that was one of our goals as a team is to not listen to the hype and don't listen to how good everybody says you are because anybody could beat you in this league, and we stayed consistent with that. And... Um, the outcome is the outcome, and uh, we're going to have a tough slate here in the next two weeks to go do what we continue to need to do to, to win a national championship. And so we're going to enjoy this and, and keep moving forward. Eighteen individuals were honored before the game started as part of senior day. This class has meant so much, and this is an emotional day because they're all out there with family, and now you get to turn around and play a football game. There's a lot of emotions being juggled here on a day like this. Yeah, um, this group is the all-time winningest senior group that will leave, and um, and I thank so many of them for coming back because this program has changed due to their efforts and their commitment to this team, and their and uh, speaks volumes to who they are. That they're, I mean, I just walked into there. I had to pump them up that we were 11 and 0. I think that they know they didn't play their best today, and and uh, as a coach, it's easy to motivate this group when they are hungry to be the best in the country. Well, that was going to be my next question. You win this game 35-17, but what was your overall thought on how this team played today? Yeah, I thought we came out flat, to be honest with you. Um, and they're going to hear that, and I'm going to let them enjoy this, but uh, they'll they'll hear that uh, come Monday. Um, but I, I do think overall we, we took care of business early on, and I think we, we just didn't consistently play with the same juice that we're usually playing with. Offensively, those first three drives were tremendous, and then you turn the ball over, you settle for a field goal that you miss at the end of the half, and so you picked it up in the second half. But offensively, those first three drives, though, you really clicked early. Yeah, I thought we were in rhythm early, and I thought it was going to be a long day for them. Um, and we just we didn't we didn't stay consistent. And uh, any team will beat you here in the playoffs, and we, we just can't have that happen moving forward. But overall, I'm happy with the the win. It's a decisive win, obviously, and. We're going to keep getting better and keep pushing forward. We have talked often that with this offense, it's kind of a pick your poison if you're an opponent's defense. And so Youngstown State really made an effort to take away the running game, and you hurt them vertically. Gronowski threw for 295 yards. Today, Missouri State really made it hard for you to run the football, and Mark Gronowski throws for a career-best 323 yards. Yeah, Mark's a winner, and I keep saying it. Um, He's hard to stop, and the Yankees, how about them? What an unbelievable career that they've had, and um, I'm excited to get Jackson finally healthy uh, with this break, but how about Jaden's diving intercept or diving catch over here? Uh, just remarkable players, and Griffin Wildey and, and Graham Goring, and uh, the list goes on. we got great players, and I'm, we're blessed to have this football team. Yeah, Jaden, career highs, 10 receptions, 187 yards. That diving catch might be the best one he's ever had. He had a great one last week for a touchdown, too, but that was an amazing play. Yeah, he's a special player, and uh, they'll be fighting tonight on who should have who got that deep ball there at the end. But they were both open. Mark went with Jaden, and he made the play. 
But defensively in the third quarter, they were able to gash you for a couple of big runs. Other than that, you really swallowed up them and made them one-dimensional. And as good as they are in the passing game, they weren't able to sustain the momentum they have against a lot of teams this year. Yeah, we, we the plan was to try to make them march it on us and not get beat um, with the deep shots. And so they were able to get a couple runs there, which was disappointing. But that's football, and that's going to happen. Um, we are able to get some young guys in at the end, which I think is always pivotal in the the movement and the, uh, having success moving on in the future. And so um, this is a full football team. And, and uh, defensively, I thought we played well for the most part. Um, a little inconsistent at times, but overall, it was, it was a strong performance. Jimmy, in the last two weeks, offenses have been in the red zone seven times against your defense. They've only scored twice. And we talk about a lot. You've said it to me. It's how you respond. You get the uh, turnover that uh, they take over at the 15-yard line. The defense forces a field goal, which is missed. That's huge when the defense rises up like it has in the red zone the last two weeks. Yeah, we've been really strong down here, and I, I talked about that before. It, uh, you restrict throwing lanes the tighter you get, and it's kind of where we're really strong at right now. You can't take vertical shots, and we're able to stay balanced, and uh, th they end up missing a f the, the field goal there that was huge. You know, that's a momentum play, and the defense had the offenses back, and uh, when they did score, our, our offense turned around and responded immediately, and, and that's what a good team does. I want to reflect one more time on this regular season because coming into the year and the stats bore it out the way the season played out, there were three teams that were thought to be at the bottom of the Missouri Valley, and that's the way the standings look. You didn't play any of them, so you played the best eight teams in the Valley. Seven of those eight had a realistic shot at the playoffs when the day began, and you went undefeated through conference play. That is very hard to do and an incredible statement to the success of this program. Yeah, it's uh, due to a lot of hard work and a lot of people. Um, blessed to have this group. I know it's emotional for you, Jimmy. Just real quick before I let you run, I'll give you a second here. Tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Central Time, the selection show on ESPNU, and then you'll have time to get ready for a second-round contest that will happen two weeks from today. Obviously, we don't know until tomorrow who that will be, who the potential matchups are, but what sort of is your plan for the next week or so here to get ready for the second-round game? Uh, yeah, we're going to stay consistent with kind of what we do on our normal Monday schedule, and then we'll practice Tuesday, Wednesday, and get the we'll have Thanksgiving together as a family on Tuesday night, and and then the guys will have an early practice Wednesday morning, and we'll let them go home, and uh, we'll be back Sunday and be refocused to uh, you know push forward onto the next next season, and um, we need to be locked in when we have the opportunity to come back and be at our best, because again, it's a season of one and done, and um, this team deserves the best and uh, it's going to require our best. So uh, we'll focus on that when that comes. I want the guys to enjoy this right now, and Selection Show has always historically been a, a great time for us as a football program. Um, you know, as a result of a lot of hard work, and um, these guys deserve every bit of the credit that they get, uh, but at the end, nobody's going to care um, here in two weeks. It's win or go home, right? And uh, this team has set themselves up to have a successful season, and uh, we plan on winning the national championship one game at a time. Jimmy, congratulations. Go enjoy this. Thanks. That's Jimmy Rogers, the head coach of the SDSU football team. Our conversation presented by Security Bank, the Farmers Bank. And they are your trusted, dependable partner. They've been putting farmers first in South Dakota, Minnesota, and the region.
Again, 35-17 is the final. SDSU defeats Missouri State to wrap up an undefeated regular season. And with us on the field, number 11 linebacker, Jason Freeman. You got me, Mr. Freeman? Yes, sir. All right, congratulations on this win. And let us just rehash this one more time. To go undefeated in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, to go undefeated for the entire regular season is a tremendous statement. What does it mean to you when you realize you've gone 11-0 this season? Yeah, um, you kind of get lost in it, you know. Um, as crazy as it sounds, winning so much, uh, it can get boring. But Rogers just reiterates, like, don't get bored with winning. Um, just soak it all in because, you know, you lose that one, you know, everybody's everybody's feeling the whole opposite. So uh, just being able to get all those wins, um, it's a collective effort. And just the, the effort I see everybody putting in uh, in the weight room, film study, practice, and then it comes showing on the field. Um, I love to see it, and it, and it shows with our record. It's fun, too, to see the depth of this team, and we see guys again and again rise to the occasion and making plays that may not have been first on the depth chart, maybe not second on the depth chart, but they're out there making plays, and it, to, it must mean a lot to you guys to see just how deep this team is. Yeah, it's cool to see a lot of those younger guys step up, um, especially in the LB room, we're pretty deep. Uh, so just being able to see those young guys get in at the end and uh, show everything that they've been working for, uh, you know, for so long, you know, you, they only get so many reps in practice. Uh, so to be so be so to be able to come out here and uh, you know make those plays, it's, it's cool to see as an older guy. You didn't get nervous there with Brian Williams trying to take a selfie with you, oh, did it's, you? It's too much going on. <laughs> hey, from an offensive standpoint, when you see Gronowski. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, I did see that. You just got hit with uh, a what was that? A tennis ball? I don't know. Uh, you got abused by Brian Williams. I tell you what. Well, but, you know, Freeman, you're a tough guy. You're able to persevere. Always. <laughs> What's it like for you to see Mark Gronowski and Jaden Yonke do what they did out there today? Yeah, it's cool, especially on defense, man. You want that offense to score. So for them to be able to put up those numbers like that, uh, Mark throwing good balls, uh, both of the twins, a lot of guys all day. Um, it's cool to see they running the ball well. Um, just a collective effort by the offense. It uh, makes playing defense a little bit easier. Jason, you were with us on Thursday on the Jimmy Rogers radio show as well, and we talked about it some. But this is the first time in the history of Jackrabbit football to draw 100,000 fans during the regular season. 15,637 were here today. Four of the six home games were sellouts. And you've talked about it with me on a number of occasions, including Thursday. Being originally an NAIA college student athlete, the support is something that you do not take for granted. Yeah, it's, it's everything you want in college football. Um, I came from where if we had 1,000 people in the stands, it was a sellout game. And then, you know, you get here, you get 19,000. Basically, every game I've been here, um, it's crazy to see. You just, I just kind of look around, soak it in. Uh, Pre-game, I stand in the corner, just kind of look over the field. I'm like, dang, things about to get packed in an hour. And then you come out here, and everybody's cheering for you third down. The crowd's going crazy. I was standing on the bench, swag surfing, had the, had the stands turned up for me. Uh, it's just cool stuff like that. It's just I've never been able to experience. So to be able to come here and get everything I ever wanted is a blessing. Jason, a year ago, the selection show, there was some question. Would SDSU be the one? Would Sacramento State be the one? This year, there really is no question. So it's just a matter of seeing where those names line up. It has to be a different feel going into that selection show tomorrow. Exactly. And I think we proved that, uh, you know, there it's, it's, it's just us at one, you know. Um, and like I said, it's just, it's just how we prepare and how we come every Saturday and play football um, and the results show every week. So, yeah, I don't think there will be too much question with that. 
Well, Jason, congratulations on a remarkable regular season, and best of luck here as the playoff run begins. Yes, I appreciate it. That's Jason Freeman, the linebacker out of Zion, Illinois. It's about 40 miles north of Chicago, the transfer from Olivet Nazarene, where he was a two-time NAIA All-American. And Freeman, today the leading tackler on this Jackrabbit team was seven. He ends the regular season with 52 as South Dakota State defeats Missouri State 35-17. to Much more to come here on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. We will have... Uh, uh, a complete recap of the highlights of this one, some stats and more. But right now, Isaiah Davis is joining us on the headset on the field. Isaiah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's good? Well, <laughs> what's good is you, my friend. Uh, another great day for you, 85 rushing yards and, and a touchdown. Be honest with me. This is a school that was right down the road from you. Uh, are we over all of that, that you could have gone there? Is this just another game at this point? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Um, um, I went on a, um, a camp visit and uh, got hurt during in the beginning. Uh, we're doing some testing, so um, they had opportunity and uh, you know, they didn't take it. And you know, SHU gave me opportunity of lifetime, so I came here and took advantage of it and just made the most of it. 18 individuals, you being one of them, walked today because it's your last regular season home game as a Jackrabbit with the plans you have ahead, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yes it's, sir. it's been a remarkable run for you. What has it meant to you this place, Jackrabbit Nation, and all of the things that come with being here at South Dakota State? You know, it's been everything. You know, the opportunity. You know, I know coming out of high school, uh, you know, my biggest thing was just getting an opportunity because I didn't have many. Um, I had my you know, MSSU, was the D2 in my hometown, and then I had uh, this school, and I had another school put line on record. But, um, you know, just I seen an opportunity, and this this place gave me this opportunity. Uh, the people I've met here, made relationships with, you know, those last lifetime. And uh, I'm forever grateful for the, for the people here. Uh, it's an awesome place. And, you know, it's something that you don't, you know, you get in a normal place. These people here you know, really do love you, uh, they care about you, and they mean that. And this is, uh, I can't say enough words about what it means to be a part of the organization like this. Isaiah, the last couple of weeks, and I asked Jimmy about it too, teams have made a concerted effort to limit the rushing game, stack the box, try to force this team into passing. And all Gronowski's done is throw for 600 yards in the last two games. Jaden Yankee's been sensational. So. It's how do you look at this when you come into a game plan knowing that, hey, teams might decide to be very aggressive against the run and we just have a different way to attack, right? You just got to stay consistent. Uh, you know, every play we got a far footwork aim point read, and we just got to stay consistent with that. Uh, we can't get out of the ordinator trying to do different things and getting out of our, our core for what we, we're good at. So, um, you know, we got so many guys on offense um, who are threats, and, you know, they can't, they can't guard everybody. Like, like you said, Jaden, had 166 last week, and I think 186 today. So, you know, it just goes to show how many guys you have on the team. Um, you know, uh, there's a bunch of plays, too, where Jackson could have had, you know, 100 more yards from PI calls and, uh, you know, just balling thrown out of bounds. But it shows it so many guys on this team. Uh, you know, Mark has a lot of threats to throw to. Uh, you know, I'm blessed to be, you know, one of the guys part of the team who has the ability to do what I do. But uh, I give all thanks to other guys on the team. And Isaiah, undefeated regular season a year ago, as I asked Jason, you weren't sure if you would be the one or the two. You knew you'd be one or the other. This year, there really isn't any doubt. So the vibes will be a little different watching the selection show tomorrow, won't they? No doubt. Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is going to see who's going to be on uh, whose side, who's going to be on our side, who we're going to face the uh, second round. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, obviously, good win today. Uh, Got to keep things rolling, though. Isaiah, congratulations on an excellent regular season, a heck of a career. By the way, fifth ever running back in South Dakota State history to reach 4,000 career rushing yards. Congratulations on that, and uh, go enjoy this. I appreciate it. Go Jacks.